Hey guys, and welcome to Season 17 of Spine Chill. I'm one of your co-hosts, John Wolf, here with another co-host, Gary the Hot Cross. Hello! And we're here with our 18-time recurring guest, Doug, running man. Hello! I'm, next time, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna make stupid noises, make a fool of myself, and then see if you still copy me, Doug. You shouldn't have, you should never tip your hand to a jokester, is all I'm gonna No, I'm gonna do it, and you're gonna be like, no, I'm not gonna do that, and I'm gonna win. Hmm. Is that what you think winning is? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hi. Well, it's nice to be here. I'm excited to talk about horror ASM, especially. We got some good stuff to talk about today. So. Spine Chill, the number one ASM horror podcast and number one DVD podcast as a result. But uh, we're very thankful to all of our fans, especially the ones in Romania. We, even though we don't mention you every episode, you're we never. We should look if we're number one anywhere else. We may have we may have popped off and grown. That's yeah, true. We, don't... we should check the stats. We don't mention them every episode, but not an episode goes by that we forget about you, Romania. Oh, yeah, we yeah. promise. No, we, no, no. We promise. We promise. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we might have to make a dedicated text channel in our Discord. The population is so high. Oh, we should. We should. The uh, Spine Chill Podcast Discord server. Wait, Discord? Did you did you say Discord, John? I did. Oh, okay. did you not know about the Discord? We have tell a Spine me, Chill Discord. Yeah, tell me I've more. Got, I've got to say, it's been popping off in there. It has been. Over 300 members and growing. Uh, mm. Feel free to join the Discord. There should be an invite link wherever you're listening or watching. Check it out. Join the Spine Show Discord. You can talk about any ASM horror game that you want. Doesn't have to be just Dead by Daylight. Could be VHS, Evil Dead, Ghostbusters Spirit Unleashed. I mentioned it this time. Uh, any ASM horror game. Resident Evil Resistance. That'll be Maybe in the not. other. That's in the other category. Right? <laughs> the other, 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 yeah, we have another category for, for just such a game. <laughs> yeah, and trust me, you guys get to see some exclusive John Wolf Ghostbusters burns in the mm -hmm. uh, in the Ghostbusters channel. So if you guys enjoy <laughs> John roasting Ghostbusters, you can get that outside yeah. of the podcast content. You don't want to miss me posting a tumbleweed gif in the Ghostbusters <laughs> text channel. You made me laugh, John. I don't know about everybody else. <laughs> made me laugh as well. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, we actually are, have a little bit to talk about with Ghostbusters today, don't we? A little bit. We do lot. indeed. I'd say a lot. So something oh. crazy. Gary has news to break to me about Ghostbusters. Something I don't know about. Gary knows about. I think it'll make Doug very wow. happy, so I haven't told him about it yet. We're yeah. gonna get to see Doug's reaction live. And and John, you're gonna lose your shit over it. Because <laughs> oh, you know I you're the biggest wait. Ghostbuster fan. Here. I'm waiting with bated breath to hear the <laughs> Ghostbusters news. Um, we actually have a lot of DVD to talk about today, too. There was a new patch that went through this week, and we've talked about the upcoming changes when they hadn't been implemented yet. Mm. But now, they're actually in the live game. So we'll be talking about that. We have some, I believe, Evil Dead to talk about. And Bit of prop what am night. I missing? Prop Night. Yes, yes. Mm, you're missing one other notable horror asim, John. Oh, no. Is it Home Sweet Home Survive? They do have the upcoming full release. No, we'll be talking about them a lot in quarter two. Um, are you are you are you intentionally just forgetting about VHS, or is it just an organic? For are we? Oh, is there something about VHS to talk about? Or are you just There's a lot, a lot to talk about VHS? They, they had a. <laughs> I talked in about fairness, I talked about it last season. They're gonna have a, they're having a dev blog. I don't remember this. But I, oh, I did a little rundown of what we're gonna be talking about today, Doug, and you forgot about VHS. I'll add it in. I, I know. I literally. I will show. I will share. My, I have notes. I have VHS notes that I made yeah, on the dev blog. I don't care. I told you, Gary. Okay, guys. I'm the producer here. 
when we were meeting, when John was when John was AFK before we started recording, and you and I were meeting about the episode, I literally told you I watched the devlog and I made notes of it so that I could talk about the the tack mark by tack mark. Look, you can't hold okay. this against me. I'm like most people. I don't give a shit about VHS. <laughs> fair, tough, tough, but fair. Okay, but yeah, I have a lot to talk about when it comes to VHS, and I made. Oh, I always yeah. feel well, I always feel too mean saying that because I do like VHS. <laughs> I don't dislike it. I love VHS. And so, again, we have well, a lot we do, to talk about. For any other VHS fans out there, for the two of you listening, we do have some VHS news, and we'll be talking about that after DVD. I hate it here. <laughs> so, before we get into that, let's do a little fireside chat. How was y'all's week? Vic's been pretty good. Um, played a lot of Dead by Daylight, to be honest. Mm, me too. Mm, Doug? Me too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I play... A ton of of no, sorry. I bought a ton of DVD. Yeah, I own, <laughs> that, that so, doesn't make no sense because, <laughs> because, because of the of the lunar event, which for whatever reason has gripped me something fierce. Like I'm having a blast with the lunar event. Uh, I only streamed a DVD this week, and then typically I will mix in you know a lot of the other horror asims. I've been doing that a lot over the last few months, which I think kind of is helping me keep DVD fresh. But this week. I genuinely just felt compelled to only play DVD, despite the fact that I'm 100% achievements. I have no other. The only thing I have left to do in the game is Prestige 100. Like, I don't have any other progression in the game. I finished the event the first day I streamed it, but like, I was still just having so much fun playing DVD that I just kept playing. So, Whoops. I'm kind I'm kind of the same. I really like, like, because I did the event, like, first I got all the items, but I really like yeah. stealing envelopes from other people. Yeah. <laughs> You I really get like so many blood points for them. Yeah, I got like I think I got over ten thousand on one of them. I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I was hitting like fifty and sixty k points total as survivor in games yeah. because yeah, were, when, match, people, yeah. when people would stack envelopes, it was great. It's this is great, and I don't know if it. And we'll probably talk more about the the update with the solo queue icons and some of the some of the meta shift type stuff that's been kind of happening. Maybe has also contributed to the amount of fun that I'm having because it, it doesn't. It doesn't, maybe, okay. It doesn't feel like this event, to me, is, like, miserable. Like, this, some of the other ones have been, where, like, games no. have felt, like, unplayably I, I haven't, sweaty. I haven't felt that shift that usually happens. Well, when there's mm. an event, killers, it's mostly killers, become really, really nasty. Mm. I haven't seen the shift this time. It just seems like everyone's just still playing. Maybe yeah. even a little nicer. Yeah. Well... Part of that might be because MMR was really wonky this week, right? Yeah, I think yes. MMR is. So I do think something's going on with MMR. Okay, so yeah. all of us have had this experience then. That's good yeah. to hear, because I had some yeah. really weird killers when I was playing Survivor and vice versa when I was playing Killer. Same. Yeah, I, I had some really strange matches. And when I was streaming it, people in chat were like, yeah, MMR is like... I don't know if it's off, but everybody's getting weird matches. Um, okay. It kind of feel it kind of feels like it used to before MMR, so it's kind of been nice. But um, I've been enjoying it, frankly. That might yeah. have something to do with why the event feels fun. That or... could be it, because yeah, I had a I had a wraith that whiffed like a hundred times. I had a pig that whiffed <laughs> a lot. I had a I had a legion that couldn't protect a three gen on area of crows. Impossible. Yeah. Well, I, I could also I could also have another theory about why my games have been a lot of fun. Hmm. Because I've kind of been going off on a little bit of a villain arc and running 
basically the sweatiest stuff I can as a solo survivor to see how that impacts my escape rates. And let me tell you, business has been good. Oh, yeah? yeah. We're going to hear about Doug's villain arc. What have you been taking? I'm guessing resilience and... No, no, no. So my my stock build is dead hard, hyper-focus, stake out and prove that self. Okay. And my goal is to either waste as much time as possible if I'm getting chased between dead hard, throwing pallets early, comp cornering to take them away from where the gens are, and then if I even get a moment to myself, I am slamming gens. I am just so gen-focused. Like, it's been... It's kind of been fun um, to try and, like... Because, okay... We'll discuss this probably more in detail, but I feel like we discussed a lot last week about how like the creative direction with behavior feels like it's kind of pushing more towards competitive balance. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I just said, you know, hold my hold my red envelope. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna play as competitive as humanly possible as a as a solo survivor. Um, and I did do I do did do some experimenting with killer as well. Um, I have a confession to make. I did run eruption for two streams this week to test it out. Um. I, Harry, and, do, we, do we need to get a new recurring guest for, for next week? Or? Oh, you might. You might. <laughs> Doug, we have why? one rule. Can, can, can one we... rule, Doug. No eruption. Okay, well, I won't run it's, it again. I, won't, no, no, I, no, I, I, I want to know why. Because like, we, we literally, last week, we were all saying how we don't run eruption because we're fun havers. <laughs> we're not going to be part of the problem. And we then the, the next that. day, you equipped <laughs> eruption. <laughs> Something happened, man. I got hurt. I got hurt. My feelings got hurt. What my happened? Feelings, Tell my, us feelings, my feelings got hurt, dude. What did they say in the post-game so, lobby? <laughs> I feel like this might have been one of the rare times where I started in the post-game lobby. Not that. Oh, uh, you did the Gary. Whoa. Oh, I did the Gary. So <laughs> I, I I was running no slowdown. I was running off meta killers. I was like, let's have some fun. And I, I don't think I won a game for like two straight streams. It was just getting dunked on after dunked on. The gens were popping and flying. And they're all running the build that I was running on Survivor. There's a bunch of hyper focuses right. and prove thyself and toolboxes. And it's like, and that's fine. That's what you have to do, right? They're doing what they have to do. But I got into one of those games where I won like nine or 10 chases and I only got four hooks because they were just, again, I was winning chases and I was pressuring gens. And this is without slowdown. But like anytime I even considered the option of hooking a Survivor, there was sabos, there was breakouts, there was flashlights, there was those. And it's like, Again, that's fine. It's, right. It's, it's fine. It's fine. But I just could not handle it anymore. I'm like, this. if I had slowdowns, I wouldn't have lost this game because that's the only reason why you guys were able to have your, which what they described in post-game chat was chill swift. It was a chill <laughs> swift, they said. <laughs> we're, we're not on comms. We're having a chill swift. I was like, is that what chill feels like to you guys? Because that was miserable for me. I'm and feeling so, chilled out right now. Yeah. So I mentioned to them. I <laughs> mentioned like to them. dripping down their faces. I mentioned to them that it wouldn't have been so chill if I was running the meta. And that maybe chill groups like that are why killers feel so compelled to run meta perks all the time. Because then they can have their own version of a chill game. So, I mean, again, it's, I a, it's a fair point that the, the sweaty survivors, you know, make killers want to be sweaty and vice versa. So it's like a, right. a cycle of misery. Vicious. And again cycle yeah i'm not walking back statements made last week last season okay like i do agree the switch is imperative if you're gonna run even if you're running meta builds like you can't Mm. run the meta and then just face camp the first guy you catch i'm not gonna become an eruption main now from testing it out although ooh, that perk is fun for one side for sure yeah i got a i got an incredible three-man eruption that saved me from a three gen at a three gen situation 
playing as, but I was also playing as Hillbilly on Shattered Square. So it's like, right. I'm, we're not the guy that's running Blight, Nurse, Spirit, yeah. full slowdown, camping from the first hook. Like, there's still, you guys still got to self regulate, but sometimes running, and I know, John, you, you still run Call of Brian Overcharge pretty regularly when you play Killer, correct? Like yeah. You're still running. So, so you're still running. It's, part my, it's part of my Nemesis build. Yeah, you're running strong slowdown, um, and that's okay. And like I think that there's like there is a there's a center a middle ground. But I did run eruption, overcharge, call of Brian, and scourge pain res for oh, an entire stream. All four. I know it was so gross, and it really was. I really do understand why people do it. Did you lose any games? I did. I oh. I did. I had to scrape a few times for a 2K. Um, I did get four out in one time. Uh, but that's the thing, though, is like one four out in a full session. Is... Yeah, that's pretty good. How does it how does it feel knowing that 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 full escape was all your fault? Oh, it feels <laughs> and it feels great. <laughs> Gary, you and I you and I talked about this on I think it was Friday night. We talked about I told you. In confidence, but I'll talk to everybody about it now. <laughs> just how much I wish they would implement just for me personally, my personality. I wish they would implement like a full sweat playlist, like a, a playlist that's ranked where people are expected right. to play as yeah, hard I mean, as physically possible to try and win. Because I love to play that way. Well, I think we've discussed this in the past, Doug, about and I, th I think you've been against the idea in the past because it would split the player base. Yeah. Um. And I've, I've always been on the fence. How do you feel about that idea, John, if there being a casual mode I, and a ranked I think it's, mode? I, I would have been against it a couple years ago, but I think the DVD player base is so large now, and queue times are generally so good on you know most hours of the day, mm. that I think they could do it. If, if it's just casual ranked, you know, I don't think DVD has the space for a separate game mode at the moment, but I think they could split it in half and be fine. How would you I, change it? Because, like, obviously you can't have it, like... Casual oh. mode can't have all of the perks and stuff, surely, and can't have the same blood point rewards. Right. Yeah, because, like, what's to stop people from being ultra-sweaty and being like, I think I'll just play in casual. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like Overwatch yeah. and yeah. stuff. Like, whenever you play those yeah. games, it's like, the sweats go into casual just to bully people occasionally. Well, it's like... Yeah, it's like whenever we play Rainbow Six Siege, I swear <laughs> to God... The casual playlist or whatever it's called in that game is sweatier than ranked because I've played ranked too, and it's it's like all the tryhards go in that one because they're mm. just you know yeah they're like I'll just bully the people that are here to have a chill time and they're chill <laughs> yeah. swift yeah. the chill yeah. swifts. Yeah. See, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad you guys said that before I did because that was what I was gonna say too. It's like if they were gonna do that, they'd have to just like hyper micromanage what you could actually do in casual and maybe yeah. even make a perk list you, or something. I don't know. How would you do a perk roulette? Uh, roulette? Well, we, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I think a cool idea would be maybe to like, yeah, have, I think I mentioned to Gary when we were talking about this, like just for the fun of it, we were talking about what if you like went in and people had to like quick pick their perks because you weren't allowed to double perks up. So people be like, ah, I got to get proved myself first. Or ah, like I got to get dead like heart like first. Evil dead, get your character like quick. Just say, like, yeah, insta-lock dead heart. Like, and it's got to like hurry up and do it. Like, I think that there's a lot of really interesting and fun things they could do if they did go with a... And they wouldn't have to change anything for ranked, right? All they'd have to do is call the playlist we play in now ranked, right? And be like, yeah. and be like, you're expected to sweat in this one. That I mean, they're already balancing the game around competitive, right? It feels yeah. like it, it. it, it would solve like the it. problem, and it would. I, I tell you what, it would be interesting because behavior love stats. Mm -hmm. It would be interesting to see how many players 
go with the ranked mode and how many go with the casual. Yeah. I think I think in order to motivate people to play ranked two, I think there would have to be some kind of ladder climb to it other than the grade system. So Curious I think discuss this. it would really help if they made MMR visible for that one. I mean, mm-hmm. MMR has been in the game for so long now. Like, what are they afraid of? Just show it already. So one, <laughs> you know one, I mean? one thing that I thought would be cool for ranked was imagine if every season you ranked up individual killers in ranked. So mm-hmm. you could like to kind of like for a point of pride, be like, I'm going to get to rank one clown this season. And it was played in ranked mode where, you know, games are going to be sweaty. They're going to be hard. You can make pipping harder. You can make it more challenging. You could limit killers by season. So like maybe monthly it would be a season. So this season, like maybe Trapper and Myers would always be available, but like you wouldn't be able to just basically you wouldn't be able to just carry yourself to rank one playing Blight or playing yeah, Nurse. Right. You could yes. get rank one Blight, but what the value wouldn't really be there. It's like great, everybody should be a rank one Blight. It's easy. I've right? I've got another idea. Um, could they increase so rather than making it a month thing, make it like I think Fortnite does it every three months, right? That's their their oh. season. Yeah, yeah, they could. Um, could you do something similar to that? You know how so so behavior obviously get has those. They're blue again. When you finish the rift, you can unlock the special ones at the end yes. of the rift where they're blue. Um, yeah, the deep rift. Would it, would it be an interesting idea to motivate people to do ranked that you could maybe make some gold versions of that if you can yeah. get to rank Recol- one? Exclusive recolors would if, be yeah. all they would need to get people to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then full blood point reward, obviously, and then in casual. I mean, even I suppose if you had the like a gold reward or something like a cosmetic, you could just leave casual to be the same blood points the way it is. So what if what if in casual they had no MMR, and oh, they, I'm, I'm I'm just spitting out ideas, right? To no, try because yeah. and and what if instead of them like changing it to where you couldn't, like, you know, because they could be like, um, they talked about or you talked about how people would just play sweaty and casual, right? Like guys mm. would go in. What if you just got rid of the DC penalty and then had them fill people in? Kind of like mm-hmm. in Overwatch. Because in Overwatch... Oh, perfect. Yeah, do that. When you play quick play in Overwatch, you can leave at any time and just requeue, mm-hmm. and there's no penalty. And then it just fills somebody in. So yeah, if they can find that. a way to like fill survivors and fill killers, like if you went into quick casual and you were like Trapper, you're like, I'm going to fuck around with Trapper this week. And they were just like a full gen rush, sweat, like map offering. You to DC. I don't want to play. Uh, I don't that. know about filling killers. I wouldn't want to be playing killer and get filled into a match. I'd be annoyed to be filled into a match where four gens have already gone. Then go play ranked. Well, okay? it's... Then go play ranked. Well, it's, it's, I think also... I think it's back, easy just to like... Mm, backfill for killer might be a little difficult because like, would it be an instant fill? I feel like there would be some wait time, and if yeah. there's any wait time at all, the survivors could just be like, "Well, time to pop a couple gens, and then you know." I guess you, come could, into just, I guess you could not backfill killer, and you could backfill survivor. Yeah, backfill survivor. I'm very on board. Yeah, because that makes. Let's be honest. Yeah, survivors DCing is the bigger problem because they're the ones that get like, yeah, the disadvantage. If a survivor, if a killer DCs, you just go, okay, we're on to the next one. Yeah. I assume that if they backfill survivor, the survivor will come in with the same amount of hook states that the person that DC. Yes. Had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which could be annoying. That would have to... at, that, at that point, because you're playing survivor, which is pretty chill, switch your brain off anyway. How angry mm-hmm. will you get? And if you do get yeah. angry, as Doug said, competitive. Go play. I feel, I, I, yeah, I feel like we literally just solved the problem. Because like, if you just get rid of DC penalties and get rid of MMR, people can play. And again, maybe like a re- maybe not a reduction in blood points for casual, but like a boost in blood points, like a always a one fifty or always two hundred in rank. Like to and give if you, people. If you were to do this, you could boost the shit out of the DC penalty in comp. 
Yeah, you can marriage. really punish people, right? You can really right? punish people for that. Yeah. yeah Half an hour. Because right. they, they can just go play casual if they Half DC out of ranked. Yeah, true. I mean, like, well, that's, that's, that's kind of how Siege is. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, in Rainbow you Six Siege... You get really punished in Siege. If you team kill and quick play, uh, it's just like, eh, well, that was kind of shitty for you to do, but, you know, you're kicked out of the game. Go ahead and re -queue. But if you team kill and ranked, it's like half an hour you can't do shit. I think it's an hour. Is it? I think... I I didn't, I didn't wasn't because when we did one of our stupid things where we blew each other up with grenades. Well, yeah, we put like a C four <laughs> C four at our feet and we blew up the entire team. I think yeah. it, I think it blamed Max and banned him for an hour. Oh yeah, it was it was a long time though. But yeah, sounds, they just had to be ruthless to like that. Sounds sounds deserved to me. Yeah, no, it was it was it's really funny. But yeah, I think that's something. That's how I do shocking. an Overwatch. That's how I do an Overwatch. If you if you if you DC during a ranked game, you have like a ten minute. It's like ten minutes or something like that. Fifteen mm. minutes on the first one, and that's if you DC yeah. like your internet has a hiccup or you just you know you had a bad day. Like it's an immediate big one, and you can go back mm. into quick play until you've served out your penalty. And I've I've only I've never DC'd from an Overwatch match on purpose. I did DC because of my internet one time, and I had to wait like ten or fifteen minutes. I don't remember, and I did. I just had to suffer through quick play until I was done. But I'm assuming that those continue to like exponentially get worse if you keep rage quitting because you're ruining the game for everybody. Yeah, right. um, and you can yeah. start. What you can do if if you get multiple um, DCs in a day, if you do a second one, you go. Well, it's not just. It's like now you're half an hour, you know, banned from playing, and we're <laughs> going to derank you a little bit. Yeah, and you it's know, like, oh, but that's the whole point. I'm playing ranked is to rank up, so I shouldn't DC. Yeah, you know what Perfect. would also be interesting is if there would be a way to get the sweaties out of casual via the report system. Like, because I know that, you know, there's going to be people out there that like, they don't care about any of the rewards or anything. They just want to make someone else have a bad time. And they yeah. go into casual and they just, their goal is to make everyone's life. There's miserable. no DC penalty. I don't care. Yeah, they can't. Right. I, I, agree. <laughs> I agree. Don't even worry about reporting. I will literally, I will literally, nope, 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 out of game so yeah, fast. Imagine, imagine right. you go up against like, one of those nurses that starts trying to bleed everyone out. You just DC. Bye. Yeah. Right. I don't have to, yeah. don't have to play this match with you anymore. Bye. And, and now in comp, yeah. you'd have to. You'd be stuck with them. Yeah. I know. Now you yeah. shows the cucumber. I just right? think it'd be. So. I just think it'd be funnier if that nurse one time was just like, "I'm going to queue up in casual with my four slowdown nurse," and then they're like, "What? I, it I won't let me. I have to. On, I have to go into ranked now." On, oh, oh no. Yeah. On, I think it'd be funny. On, on that point, though, does that mean that? competitive the ranked mode would just be blights nurse that's why i mentioned the idea of having rotating killer pools by month mm, yeah. like who you could play or individual rewards for for individual there is, killers there is another solution to like stop making because i think this, this could be another alternative to fixing some of the problems dvd has in regarding matches at the moment um you could change the mmr system and how you rank up to be back to pips I wish that would okay. We can talk about that in this hypothetical. That's probably never going to happen with ranking. <laughs> yeah, this is this oh, is a dream world we're creating. I would be so stoked, but it's never going to happen. But I think that a real honest thing that could happen, and I would love to see happen, is exactly what Gary just said: um, moving away from kills and escapes as MMR dictators, and moving back towards emblems being more yeah. of what matchmaking is dictated on, like. You can still have an MMR that's based around the emblem system. I feel, mm. I feel like, like, and, a, like yeah. the like the black pip is like no MMR change. D pip mm. is obviously you lose MMR. Then one pip one and pip two can be, yeah, yes MMR. Yeah, and I I feel like it's a better indication of how well you did in a match than kills and escapes for sure. I would I agree. agree. I would agree. It's and like then, I played. 
sorry, I, I played against a, a knight last week <laughs> that like he just like face camped and hit people on hook, and he ended with I think like I don't know a two k or something like that. So he got a couple kills. Maybe it was a three k. I can't remember. But he ended with less points than all of the survivors, even the ones that he tunneled out. And I was just like, he should deep it for that. Like he should lose MMR for yeah. that. There's no way that should be considered a win. Right. Right. As a player. Yeah. Or it probably didn't feel like a win to them. And as, <laughs> yeah, again, no, like, okay. I was, you know, a lot of these wins shouldn't be wins. Like, I, I was talking to a friend about this yesterday. Um, if you're consistently winning games as killer with four gens up or three, like, or three gens up, like, you're not playing DBD somehow. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the, the, the progression of the game and where the game's at in its life cycle, you, and again, when I was, even when I was running eruption and I was going like, like I said, I was trying to win games. Most of my games there was that I won, there were either one or two gens left and I wasn't running Noad. I wasn't running Noad. So, and I was winning some games at end game without Noad. My point being that like, they were still full games of DVD. Yeah. The wins, I, I would right? say, yeah, I would say the majority of my hooks come when there's one to two gens left. Yeah, like, agreed, because the game's gotten time to progress, and right. it's actually yeah. you've actually it, played yeah. DVD. Like pallets like, are gone, gens are closer together. Like it people getting, sense. I feel like a lot of killer players get like stressed out when they're down to two or one gens, but like that should be a baseline thing in trials. Well, it's weird because the way DVD is at the moment, when 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 you're playing solo queue survivor, at least that last gen usually takes forever to get that done. Takes ages, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that that and honestly, like that's good. It, the game slows down as it progresses. Right. It makes yeah. It makes the it makes the match more exciting because it feels closer when mm -hmm. there's one gen left, even if it's yeah. not. Even if you all get if you even if you all die before you get that last gen done. Yeah. And yeah. again, if if matchmaking if wins and losses go back to being dictated off of the pip system, off the emblem system, right? Doesn't that sort of kind of shove the game back towards being hooks over kills since you're going to yeah, almost... Yeah, it would, it would you, basically solve hook, most of the problems. If you, if you hook every survivor twice and they, mm -hmm. you know, they power that last gen out and you're not running no ed and they all get out, like you're still almost always going to save you'll get You're going to see at least a single pip out of that and situation. A lot of times, a game? lot of times, yeah, an eight hook game a lot of times is going to be a pip. Unless yeah. they just, unless they just jammed gens out too fast for you to get Lightbringer or to, to get, what is it? What's the one for killer to stop gens? Lightbringer oh, is gatekeeper? the survivor version. Gatekeeper, yeah. Is it Gatekeeper? I think it's I Gatekeeper. Know. Tell us in the comments, people. Teach yeah. the game to us. Feel free <laughs> to correct us. I don't um, know, man. Like yeah. we might have just we might have just fixed DVD just now. We might have just yeah. That was easy. We weren't, yeah. weren't even we weren't even expecting like, to. That was yeah. that was less than a half hour meeting. All you're well, have you're welcome, behavior. You're welcome. This, this you're wasn't welcome. even on our notes, man. We just no. got here with the yeah. fireside <laughs> chat, dude. Like, okay. <laughs> So do we want to talk about Swift or? Uh, well, well, we could. We can talk about Swift, or we can talk about Stabiffle. Did we already talk about the patch? Where? No, are we, we? have. I was about to say we have. Yeah. Oh yeah, the patch. patch producer, producer Gary, <laughs> King John. Where can are I we just at? say? Oh. Can I just say? I, I like how every time I've been like, let's do a fireside chat before we start talking about DVD. How is everyone's week? And then we just start immediately talking about it's DVD. Because, it's because our week is us playing DVD. That's true, that's true. Which we talk, love. Talk, talk about teaching this week. Oh, well, I was, I was I probably had to wake up at 7 a.m. every day. And you know what? Because yeah. chillers don't want to hear about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, had, I, had, I had four quarter pound McDonald burger patties before we started the podcast. You guys want to talk about Whoa, that? Or yeah. what was that like, bro? What was it good? <laughs> it was really, really good, actually. Did you get any pictures, bro? Yeah, I sent them yeah, to you, Yeah, let's Gary. see the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, new Red patch. New patch. Oh, yes. Okay, so they implemented stuff from the PTB a few weeks ago that we already covered in a previous season, but now it's in the live game. So the nurse nerf is live. The nurse, the nurse change. The nurse change is live. The, the night change is night live. Buff. The night buff. Um, yeah. Um, although the knights are playing exactly like they were before. But uh, yeah, and then we've got the survivor activity HUD change as well. Yeah, the new UI. Um, what, am I, what else am I missing? Area of Crows, new event. Event. Area of Crows rework. Area of Crows, Crows map. Which, I by the way, I love. A lot. Yeah, yeah, I like the new Area of Crows, and you guys know I hated Area of Crows yeah. before. I like it now. And, so I, I think... and, I, and I liked Area of Crows before, and I still like the new one. Yeah, I think we can comfortably slide Eerie of Crows up into like the C tier in the map. I mean, we'll have to re revisit the mm. maps at some point, but I think it's definitely out of D tier now. So. Oh, it's definitely out of D tier. It's, mm. not, it's high in C tier now. Like, I don't think so. I think we need to give it some more time before we can definitively say. Because C's are it beforehand, so I'm like, it must be in like B now. No. No, <laughs> no definitely not. There was a no. reason it was changed. Yeah, sorry, Gary. <laughs> yeah. It was too good for this world. Alright, so I think my, if you guys want my quick hits, um, solo queue icons are dope. Um, is there something, is there something funny, Mr. If you guys want my quick hits. I'm just gonna, I just, I'm just trying to get this, I'm just trying to get information out there. Run through my opinions. My opinions are important. Yeah. Doug's like. thoughts As, on the patch in 60 seconds or less. Go. Yeah. I'm the only I'm the killer man. So alright, so quick hits as a killer man. Solo queue survivor, solo queue survivor icons amazing. They're great. I want them to do more. Uh, I've, you guys both know, a lot of people that watch my stream know, I have been lobbying for Baseline Kindred since 2020, 2019 maybe. I think Baseline Kindred, I think more information is always better. So Baseline Kindred is a great idea. The gen progress on the icons, I'm, a support of it. I'm in support of it. I like that idea. It's going to be coming soon. They've already confirmed that is coming soon. As of right now, I think that's a big reason why the game feels better uh, is because of those solo queue icons. Uh, the nurse, I have only faced two nurses since the patch. And I have played a lot of DVD survivors. So people are not playing the nurse right now at my yeah. MMR. So uh, I have faced a fuck ton of knights. They are just as annoying as they were before to play against. Um, yep. To the point that I literally DC'd against one. For the first time in like four years, I DC'd in a match because of a knight. So we'll admit that. Um, the nurse, uh, the, I have played a lot of, of nights since the update. The update does make him better. It's just simple facts. It's, it's, yeah. it's, he's stronger now. Um, still not a strong killer, but stronger, still really boring to face. Yeah. Um, and time. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Sorry for Gary's quick hits. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a guest here, so if he says if Gary if the no, if host no, Gary on, says no, time, it's time. On, area of crows, go okay. on. Area of crows is better. It's it's not it's not my favorite map, but I will no longer deeply exhale when I see an offering or when we end up in the map. It's it's mm. a good it's good enough. It's it's good enough. Yeah, it's better. So yeah, overall okay. overall not an exciting patch by any stretch, but a W patch. And I think that if you the three of us collectively individually had more fun playing dbd this last week with the new patch than we did the week prior correct mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes so but i would... but mine i would like right so the new ui stuff i'm still not over the moon with myself i think it takes away a bit of the horror vibe of the game and well not that i'm really noticing it i 
I'm not used to looking in the bottom left for that kind of information yet, so I mostly just ignored the UI. It made no difference to me. Um, I doubt it's making that much of a difference to most players. Um, nurse, as you say, I'm not really. I'm not seeing that many nurses, but she just feels the same when I did go against her a couple of times, and Knight feels basically the same as well. Um, but I will say, this week I've basically not really worried that much about winning. I've kind of given up on that idea of in solo queue survivor at least winning the match and i think that's what's really helped me enjoy it because now i'm just i'm playing for the lunar event i'm enjoying getting the envelopes i'm just kind of focusing on having fun little moments head-on flashbang so i think like I, I wouldn't say the icons are what's making it better for me it's that i just don't care about solo queue survivor anymore because it's such a coin toss anyway No, your hits really were quick. Damn, that's it? That's all you got? Oh, man. Well, I, I, I just wanted to make my point against, like, I don't think the new UI HUD is what's made it a better week for me. Have you ever heard of the Dunning-Kruger effect? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't know why it feels better, Gary. Maybe it just, wow, it just strangely feels better now. <laughs> what could the all reason this... be? It must be the nurse changes. She's come out and had a change, so it must be the nurse is better. She's yeah, made right. the game better for me. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I barely I, noticed the UI, so. I have noticed the UI. Um, I, I have noticed it in very small ways, very small moments that could have turned into big disasters, where somebody's on a hook, I'm on a gen, I get off the gen, I see my teammates get off the gen, I get back on the gen, they go for the save. And that could have been like a game-turning mistake of, oh god, we're all here at the hook, Myers hits tier 3, we're all down, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and instead, we're we're popping through gens while someone else is going for the save. So, it's, it's the type of thing that's like, all it takes is a quick glance, I look down, aha, and then I'm back on the gen. It doesn't seem in the moment like it's making a big difference, but it's like... The vision of what could have been is is what makes the big difference to me. So I, you know, I have still lost plenty of games though, because mm. no amount of information and no amount of icons are gonna make bad survivors somehow magically play better. There were tons of potatoes in my games that like they either didn't look at the icons or you know they just didn't care. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I was playing with Gary, unbeknownst to me, and he was throwing the game. Um, no, but uh, there. I mean, it's still solo queue. Solo queue is gonna solo queue. Yeah. It was. It was nice for me as you know a player that gets really frustrated by moments like I just described, where your lack of information results in a game turning moment and it's over. Uh, so it was really useful for me. But I did, of course, notice. A lot of the sorry, a lot of the survivors, it didn't really make much of a difference for them. Yeah, I had a and, Meg the other day, where, and we fittingly put her in our tier list. But I was watching this Meg's icon, and it didn't change. Oh yeah, for the longest time, yes. she was just doing nothing useful, and then eventually were... I was like, "Oh, she's doing a gen," and I looked closer, and it was, "No, she's opening a chest." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The chest. I've made that mistake too, where I've been like, "They're on a gen," and then I'm like, "No, it's a chest." Damn it. <laughs> there were many times when I would look down and be like, I'm the only one on a gen right now, and there's only one other person in a chase. What are the other two people doing? Mm. The answer is, not much. <laughs> not a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, so, I, I, am, think... I am still hopeful that the UI will generally make the game more enjoyable for solo queue, because I'm just not used to looking in the bottom left yet. It's the end, like, the end, That's my main point, is that I haven't really gotten used to it yet. 
Well, yeah, on that note, I think we do need time for the player base to adapt to this. Uh, so that's going to take weeks, maybe months for that to actually, for us to see the full effects of that. Mm. Um, these are just first impressions. But I think so far it's done a good job of balancing giving more informative decisions available to the players without affecting the power balance yet. Yeah. 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 I will say I'm not that excited about the gen progress meter coming in soon. Um, that just is... because I I think that's what I'm going to be like. I think I think I'm going to feel that when I play Killer. Mm. As well, you should. Yeah. I mean, I just I didn't. I again, I think Gary and I are kind of we kind of are at odds with this idea. Um, I've been preaching that they should buff solo queue survivor to the same level as Survivor Friends whenever possible since like. 2017 or 2018 like i've literally been banging this drum i can pull clips of me talking about this stuff literally back before i ever even knew you two existed like i've mm. always thought that i thought That's okay if, Doug, you're, if, if you're gonna have swift in the game <laughs> it won't be necessary we believe yeah, you i will prove it to you, you know, okay we, I don't. it's all right no <laughs> just hold on i'm gonna go get the clips now no is this <laughs> the the fact is like if they want the game to feel fair to, to solo queue survivors, to feel fair to killers, to feel fair to survival friend survivors, to all of them. Everybody deserves to have the individual trials be as consistent as possible. I'm, it's an RNG-based party game, okay? It's an RNG-based game that can't actually truly be balanced. Right. But if they're going to try to balance it, you can't balance a game where the majority player base is playing solo you can't balance the game around Swift. Yeah. Around people having information that everybody doesn't already have. So the answer to that, to try and get it to feel as fair as possible, is to get the amount of information people have to be as close as possible. And then you can balance the game around balance the game around that. Yeah, it's my I think, opinion. I think my concern is I don't overly enjoy VHS. And that game is incredibly well balanced. Whether you're in a Swift or whether you're solo, like it's mm -hmm. it's all designed very well for that. Absolutely, yeah. I and yeah. I and I used to do the same. I used to be like, they need to buff solo queue, but every move behavior I've made to balance DVD and make it fairer. I've seen more and more people complaining about how stale it feels, yeah. um, and that's how I kind of feel when I play VHS. Um, so I'm sitting there going, great, it's gonna be more balanced. Is it gonna be more fun though? Time will yeah. tell. Like, I I, it, might, it might be better. It might feel better, but I'm just well, I'm worried about that. Well, uh, yeah. I'll go ahead, John, and then I have a I have a take on I, Gary's take. I think this most recent round of changes was trying to to compress things a little bit and bring in some of the outliers, which were out, outliers in terms of weakness, solo queue, outliers in terms of strength, nurse. Whether or not they were successful with that, you know, whatever. But that's kind of how they're they're looking at things. So I I definitely approve of the attitude that they're approaching mm. it with this version of the balance changes with the six point one, you know, last July maybe not. But I think this most recent one I think was a good balance change because you know, like like Doug was saying, like solo queue. The closer it is to Swift, um the more that they're going to be able to like balance the survivor role as a whole. And I think it's just going to be healthier for the game. I think, yeah. yeah, I do. I do completely agree. This like the more symmetrical you can make all the play styles, the easier it is to balance and make the game feel fair. But yeah. it, it just, it just depends on what you prioritize. Like I just, 
I've never really cared that much about DVD being fair. As long as it feels fair. Like, the reason I didn't <laughs> yeah. like Dead Hard is because it didn't feel fair when you want to chase and then suddenly it was taken away from you. Um, but most of the other stuff felt fine. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Again, I'm happy to be wrong. I hope I would prefer the game to feel better by the UI, but I just when the gen thing comes out, I'm pretty I sure think... killers are gonna like want a buff, <clears throat> and then behavior will probably eventually give them a buff, and then people will complain again. And this tennis game of just balance well, for both sides. I'm so bored of this and everyone whine about balance in a game which is so RNG heavy. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. That's that's the thing too. Oh, yeah, Gary, I, mean, you, I think we we agree yeah, more than we disagree. You, you and I, you and I argue and we joke around a lot about being <laughs> at odds, right? But like, I don't think you're wrong. I wonder if maybe you, Gary, the Hot Cross, might be coming to a point in your journey with Dead by Daylight and with Asims where DVD might not be the game for you moving forward as oh, no, these no, no, changes no. as these changes continue to happen. Because I think that Behavior's vision is is to try and be more like VHS. And I completely right? agree. It's why it's why I'm so excited for Killer Clowns because exactly. I, think gonna, I was going to mention gonna, Killer Clowns I mean, going to take well. the place yeah. that DVD is moving away from. And, and, maybe and Texas Chainsaw is going to supply us with the horror vibe that we're kind of losing as behavior moves it into a more competitive kind of game. Well, I also think that that T- Texas Chainsaw, even if it's a horror game, is also probably going to feel more fair just based on the fact that it's four v three rather than four v one. Because again, the power levels of Killer in that game are going to be not as oppressive like it's not your you if you're if your killers in tcm are as oppressive as killers are in dvd then the game is going to die immediately yeah. it's a super imbalance so you're going to have the power levels have to be pretty close to the same so yeah again i i think it's just one of those things like i've just accepted that dvds and we we had comments about this in the podcast last week we could talk about like it's, we're not coming back from this mmr is in the game it's not leaving mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah. People have been arguing against MMR the, since well, 5.7.0. Um, yeah. But we're still here at like, what, 6. Point, which patch are we in? 6.3? 3, I think. 6.3. Debates over Swift and debates over perk power levels are not going away. These conversations have been happening and will happen in perpetuity. Behaviors received your messages, player base, loud and clear. We want balance. We yeah. want the game to be fair. And they're listening, and they're doing that. So yeah, all of these changes have been because behavior are very good at listening to their player base, in my opinion. All these changes are player driven. Yep, and yeah. I think that we're at a point now where there's not any coming back unless they listen to our podcast and decide to do the casual. Well, I, and rank I, think the tr- I think I will say the trouble is I think the people that quite liked the way DVD was didn't complain really loud on Twitter. They just sat and played the game and enjoyed it. It was a very loud, loud minority that were like, "This game needs balance," and I think that's why it's progressively they've listened. And to that's the... what, and that's just what the community is now. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. People okay, on yeah. both Killer Main screaming that the game is unfair, Survivor Main screaming that the game is unfair. Balance the game behavior, and the more balanced it gets, the more upset everybody gets. Yeah, I'm. I just don't know if I agree that the reason that it isn't so fun right now is because of balance. I think it's more of the 6.1 update moving with the perk shifts uh the focus away from chases and more towards gens and mm. also getting rid of the boon hex meta because nobody brings i mean people still bring boons but like people just ignore totems like i've said before and i think that kind of that that's resulted in the stale meta i don't know if it's a result of making the game more balanced i think it is the result of I, I th- I think that's making a the point. game a bit 
unbalanced in cases like eruption. Um, right. And oh, that's yeah. sticking in the game. I for... would never run that perk. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been in the game for how long? Like six months now? I mean, yeah. too long. No too end long. in sight. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a fair point that the. The 6.1.0 update did make the meta quite stale in itself, and it's not necessarily a balance issue as such. Um, it's just maybe it's... It could be a blur of the two, though. Yeah I, yeah, I don't disagree with you at all, John. I love the idea. We've talked about this, you and I individually, and on the podcast, we talked about how much better the game would be if it was more chase-focused than protect the gens slash rush the gens, right? Um, right? Which might be a good way to segue into something we wanted to talk about today, which is that there is a huge Twitter pushback conversation happening about how save the best for last is overpowered it needs to be nerfed that has been Which, yes that's been a very hot topic the past week right. or so like since the last yeah. episode was published yeah yeah which, which again which upsets me because i love save the best for last well it just it comes into the conversation of being like what what do you want right do you want the game to be chase focused or do you want the game to be three gens right because like yeah. The killers aren't going to run slowdown perks. They got to run some perks that are going to help them win the game. Like, that's save the best. Save, for last save the best for last of, rewards you for chases. It's, it's one of very few impactful chase perks, right? Like, it's yeah. it, an actual impactful chase perk. Mm. Um, and at the point, and it has a direct hard counter in the obsession, the obsession having the ability to eat stacks. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to sit here and argue that save the best for last is perfectly balanced. Uh, it's definitely no stronger than old Iron Will was, and I think old Iron Will should never have changed. Um, because again, it's one of these things that, and both sides do it, and it drives me up the fucking wall. Is like killers will complain about Dead Hard, and they'll complain about all these perks. They'll complain about Gen Rush, prove thyself, Dead Hard, blah, blah blah. But then like they also complain about Iron Will, and like Iron Will was a perk that was like an alternative to perks that made gens faster, and an alternative to getting free escapes from chases, like. Killers complain about second chance perks, but then perks like Iron Will get nerfed. Yeah, like, every perk Iron can Will be used effectively, and as soon as it's used effectively against you, it's like, well, this is overpowered, clearly. Exactly. Like, no, it just, it just, they used it really well. They just outskilled you in that one moment. It's not the end of the world. And note that I'm focusing on Iron Will because I'm a killer main, and again, nobody had to deal with more Iron Wills than I did, like having to deal with stacks, stacks running Iron Will and the, the frustration of losing a chase because a dude ducked around and you lost, but there was like, there was actual skill-based counterplay to Iron Will. Like, you, mm. you track blood on the ground, you right. track survivor, survivor movements, you had predictions of where they were going to go. And then if they mm -hmm. got you with it, fair play. It was, a strong, it was a strong play made by a perk that isn't a second-chance perk and isn't a gen perk. Right. You know? But then that, but Killer Mains got that killed. They got rid of it forever. Iron and they got, they, they got forever. what they wanted, and now they're like, prove thyself! Yeah. No! Because, no, yeah, because no. somebody. Now they can't use Iron Will to slip a chase. Like, well, fuck it. I'll get 10% extra yeah, gens. I'll just speed. do some gens. I'll just yeah, get I'll the just game crush the, crush the objective. And it's the same thing. I would argue the same thing with Stabitful. Stay the best for last, right? Yeah. Is you guys don't want people to stack slowdowns. I hear constant complaints about stacking slowdowns. Fair. So, what do you want killers to run instead? Mm -hmm. What's going to. What's going to help them win, win <laughs> Take the game? Bloodhound. Yeah, Predator yeah. and Bloodhound, yeah. please. Yeah. <laughs> Barbecue and chili. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I know you'd love that, but, like, the thing is, like, if they're not running slowdown perks, they're probably going to want to run perks that are going to really reward them for taking chases. Barbecue doesn't yeah. reward you for taking chases anymore because they got rid of the stacks and the blood points. Mm -hmm. Save the best for last rewards you for taking chases. Another perk gets complained about constantly. No way out. 
I yeah. am a little tired of No Way Out. I know you are. And we talked about this too because it's another perk a lot like Eruption where when No Way Out triggers, yeah. you're just standing if, if the killer's like, If the killer's not going to like come straight to the gate, I'm bored. Yeah, you're just waiting, I just, I just right? stand there. It's a there, boring like, perk, but it does reward you for taking it, four individual chases, winning four chases in the game. So yeah. it's something. But again... Yeah, not always. Sometimes. It depends if the survivors are not trading. Like, like, like no, no, yeah, no way Trade. out can be a problem against a camper. Just depends on the solo queue experience you have. <laughs> well, but if they're camping, if they're not camp someone's death, then they're not going to get the four stacks, right? I don't know, but yeah. you know, when 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 a killer is camping a hook and your team goes, you know what? I'm not going to let this person die on first hook. No, I refuse to just let that be miserable. Right? They trade. Like, we're going to oh, talk. Then, we're going to talk that's about another stack that. for no way out. And it's we're like gonna talk the, about the killer's that. not being rewarded for taking chases they're being rewarded for camping so no yeah. way out has i mean that this issue to it which happens fucking, far too often at the moment the fucking game can be summed up right now the meta can be summed up the killer is rewarded for camping and we'll talk about that when we talk about swift later we've sworn so oh. much this episode <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it man i'm ready for again i feel like a lot of people loved last season and I think that a lot, a lot of our like tr our personalities are starting to shine through more. And we're starting to get more like passionate about our discussions, right? Shut up, Doug. So, if you want me to stop swearing, <laughs> no, 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 I no. I love like, seeing that little e show up on Spotify that says yeah. explicit on the. I, I, I tag it now. I tag it as explicit. Oh, now. I want to. I want to warn people that we're going to say words sometimes. Right. I don't think we we don't go out of our way, but we're passionate dudes. And no, we care no, no, a lot no. about the game. So. Yeah. Oh, it was more, um, it was more a point of pride for us. There's got so it. much. There's so much Riz on this podcast. We got a lot guys? of Riz, a ton of Riz. A lot of Riz. Yeah, purple hair. Yeah. We should call this the Riz cast. Long, honestly, what is Riz. I knew. You I knew Gary wouldn't know what it was. Okay, What's so <laughs> it's just it's just short for charisma. Okay. Oh yeah. That, that, yeah that, the kids that, are saying know. it. Who knows okay. how long it's gonna last? Chugi lasted like a month, so who knows how long Riz is gonna last? A week? I never heard about. Chugi. I'll use it's it for the right next now. couple of years. Don't worry. Riz is now yeah, in my Gary, vocabulary. Gary I'll say that tomorrow on stream. He'll get a Riz tattoo on his forearm. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I got the Riz right here. Love that word. <laughs> that describes me so well. So, so save the best for last is a strong perk. Um, the concept yeah. that it needs to be nerfed to me is seems a little. It just seems like, why are you worried about Say the Best for Last when actual problematic stuff like Eruption is in the game? I, I, you know? I tell you what, I can, I will agree one thing with Say the Best for Last. Because there's two kind of inbuilt stacks to Killer Now, you yeah, could maybe the adjust the change. percentage so that it's not quite as... Because I love running it on Nemesis, because he punches so fast. Yeah. It makes me laugh when you've got eight stacks. Yeah. Um, I saw, maybe I saw, maybe like, it should lose eight... a couple of... Because eight stacks now is equivalent to what ten stacks would have been before. Yeah, but did you see the math? Did you see the math on that? It's like point three seconds. Oh yeah, it's it's like yeah. it's like no time. So no mm. offense to the, it's ten stacks I'm just, now. I, I'm still just not saying, too strong like, to me. In, like, in a game still... where like those like time is a big factor in Dead by Daylight, I will concede that maybe that would be the only level of nerf I would accept. I just but just say, it's it's you not can... a big deal. So I'm a Save the Best for Last Enjoyer. I love playing Save the Best for Last Killers. Nemesis, Deathslinger, Demogorgon. I love playing all those guys. Uh, I have run into something recently where people are bringing it more often, I've noticed, which might have spawned this discourse. Um, but I ran into a situation where somebody was being camped in the endgame by a guy with yeah. full stacks. Yep. And I went for the save because I was like, oh, they've been juicing all game. I can't let them just die here. And uh, so 
I got hit as I was unhooking, and then before I could even do anything, I got hit again. Um, because they had full stacks to save the best for last. And I will say, it feels a little bad to not have any counterplay to that. Even though yep. they're getting rewarded for the chases, which I think is mm. great, but it does feel a little bad in that one situation to feel like you have no recourse. Um, unless you have like a full swift and you've got somebody coming in behind you like, I'll take a hit for the second hit, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to happen very often at all. And in service um, of fairness, that is a real problem. And it really comes back to the problem is the camping, not the perk. Like the perk yeah, as designed no, yeah. in chase does feel fair. And again, I would argue rather than nerf said the best for last, we should do something like maybe buff decisive strike. Because again, when I have eight stacks and I hit you, you have time to make it to a tap, to a pallet, to a window, to a safe tile. When you hit me with DS, you don't have time to make it anywhere. You're just dead. You're just going to go down again. Mm -hmm. um, and so to me, again, I think that it's going to sound harsh, but like if you're, if you're consistently going down and chase to save the best for last, it's a skill issue. Um, you're not setting yourself up for success. You're because even with full stacks, right, you got, you have time to react and make a move. Um, Another thing I like about Save the Best for Last is that it kind of punishes whole W play styles, which yep. have been one of the reasons why the meta's been stale for the past couple of years. Mm. Um, because you can't just hold W against full stacks to Save the Best for Last. They'll catch up before you can get yeah. to the next loop. And so it kind of encourages survivors to play more in that looping play style that we all enjoy playing yeah. with and against. So I do like that about it as well. That's another point for it. But I argue, I would argue that maybe, and again, we can we're going to discuss this kind of stuff moving forward for the next few weeks. I think talking about more about like some wholesale changes to the real problematic play styles, which is like the hard face camping, and definitely say the best for last is is a good perk to have if you're going to hard camp. Yeah, um, and it's unfortunate uh, that it's so powerful in that because like the situation you played out, like I've seen that happen so many times in my games, but. I mean, yeah. on, on the plus side, at least it's not really viable for like four and five gen camping typically, because at that point you don't typically have your stacks yet. So, yeah. right. Um, but it does make it easier to secure those late game camps, which I mean, well, you could, you could argue. I see, I see that as the prize kind of there. Yeah. Maybe yeah, it's fair, I, right? It's fair think, that you I got think, your stacks, right? Yeah. I think we're all kind of on the same page as this because it's like, yeah, it kind of sucks you know, for the other side, but you did win all those chases earlier in the match and you're getting rewarded for it at presumably late game or, or late mid game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like you're using it. Like you said, at five gens, you're face camping. You're like, I've got my eight stacks already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put them up. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. So, so I so guess I, spine chill, spine chill endorses say the best for last as a perk it, that yes, maybe yeah. doesn't need you know doesn't need a, a nerf at this time i'm thinking about getting the say the best for last uh tattoo i want to get one on my neck right here, right here. <laughs> what do you guys I think i want one right here on my forehead you should get eruption dog oh god <laughs> <laughs> the amount of shame i feel just for publicly using it two days in a row i couldn't possibly think about putting like ink the, on my body yeah, for one day i'm like Nah, I've got another day in me for it. I did, bro. I did. Just one just more one, day. It wasn't just one day. I, there's, more, there's more in the I tank quit, for this. I can quit whenever I want. I can quit whenever I want. I don't need eruption. That's funny. Um, but maybe this would be a good chance to, because again, save the best for last, right? What's what's a good way to counter save the best for last? It's to coordinate with the obsession to take stacks. So maybe yeah. we could talk about survive with friends. Well, what are we thinking about talking about? We actually have a question from the Discord server about this. Oh, uh, it's quite interesting. I think I think it'll, yeah, from a from the Q and A text channel. 
Yes. Because we are keeping an eye on it, and like questions that, you know, catch our eye, we're, I think it's good to discuss them, because I think this is a quite interesting point. If you're uh, so an audio-only listener, uh, John made it seem like he was telling a secret. So it's how I can it's how I can get attention from the guys to let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something I need to say. Go, Doug. Uh, John, sorry. Um, so the the question is from uh, B Black Phoenix, uh, and the question is: Imagine that instead of buffing solo queue survivors to blame solo versus Swift, you instead had to somehow nerf Swift without removing it as an option. What would you do? So how would you nerf Swift? So I think they even elaborate on this, and it's the most common quote fix that I hear is like, well, you gotta nerf their gen speeds. Um if they're if they're a Swift, if they're playing with their friends. And I mm. completely disagree with that. <laughs> I I think I think it makes sense, you know, as like a band-aid fix, but it, that's gonna feel really bad on the other side, and you do not want to discourage people from playing with their friends. That's one of the reasons why Dead by Daylight's player base is so large and the game is so successful, is because people are able to play with their friends. And if they see a disadvantage to playing with their friends, especially when most people that are playing with their friends are just messing around, they're not there to make your life miserable. They're just there to hang out and voice call with their friend and just play a, a spooky little asim horror game together they're not there to you know we'll rush through the gens and we gotta win <laughs> that does happen but that's not the majority of them so you're punishing the entire group for for the sins of a few if mm. you will so i don't like that fix i i don't think that they can do anything to change um swift without affecting solo queue and that's been one of the major problems with the games for years yeah, I, uh, I that's an interesting point. Is like you don't want to discourage people playing with their friends. That would that would suck. What do you think, Doug? Yeah, I'm I'm 100 on board with what John was saying. Um, we've talked about and Gary, you did a whole video where you talked about how the the majority player base in DVD is solo queue. Yes, I have the stats um, ready in case we need them. But so yeah, so you know if you if you just look at it like very simply, and you're like, well, if the majority of people are solo anyways, who cares if we if we nerf Swift? It becomes an issue when you start thinking about the fact that even if the majority player base is playing solo, a lot of those solo queue survivors are queuing into games with people that are playing Survivor Friends. The solo experience is better because Survivor Friends is better. Now, are you telling me that you want the gen speeds to be slower based on having like two or three people on a Swift? So now you're punishing solo players for queuing into a lobby with That's Swift That's a good players, point. Right? right? Is that what you want? Yeah. Like, you don't are, want are that. You... Are they saying that only like the duo get slower gen speeds and the solos get normal? Because then that's weird, right? How are they yeah, going right. to enforce that? I don't know. So then they want to only punish four snacks, four mans. But like, I don't know. It's just you can't mess with Survivor Friends. It's an important part of the game. It's a healthy thing for the game. I, again, I mentioned to Gary, I was like, the game would die without Survivor Friends. And Gary says, well, I have the stats to prove that it wouldn't because, you know, solo queue. I, 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 I don't think it would kill Dead by Daylight if it didn't have. Swift is my point. It would, it would, it would though. I do think. I think it, it I would think, hurt, but I don't think it would kill it. I think it would make it almost impossible for new Where players are they gonna to, go, jo dog? to join. VHS. <laughs> you know, Evil Dead has a patch on February second. All I'm saying. <laughs> but no, I, I just think that like it wouldn't kill. I mean, it's not gonna kill. Nothing's gonna kill the game. The game right. Prop Night's still alive with a thousand concurrence. Like it's not I gonna know, kill well the game. Well done, them. Well done, them. Yeah. But my point being that the game would hurt. Would be hurt tremendously. 
the bottom line at behavior would be hurt tremendously because you know a lot of your people that are buying cosmetics and buying dlcs are they're grouping up with their friends when they're playing like it's right i i actually have um another solution to this problem okay. i think it would be a, a nice one but it doesn't doesn't need to nerf anything i would just say in the post game lobby it should show who was in a swift right and the killer should get a bonus blood points dependent on that so if it's a two-man swift in there 25 percent extra blood points if it's a three-man give him 50 percent if it's a four-man give him 100 i don't care but just show it in the, pre- show it in the pre-game lobby show it ahead of time so they can choose no, to dodge too people dodge let them dodge let them dodge let him dodge. Let him let a, let a, let an alpha male killer play against the four man. Don't, yeah, don't like, force them into playing. As, as John was saying, like, not every Swift is a nightmare. Yeah, right. and I and I kind of would afraid, rather I, like. I think keeping it like anonymous in the pregame stops people from going right. Okay, it's a Swift. I'm going to bring the most unfun stuff to ruin this experience. They're for already doing that, Gary. They don't care. Not it's everybody. Swift. Not they're, everybody. They're they're doing it because they're scared. It's a Swift. At least they know. I don't know. know. I just. I, I mean, it's a, it's a small point of contention, but I, I in the mm. post-game, at least, I would like to see who was in a Swift, because it stops you being like, we're not in a Swift! So, oh, I hate it when they do that shit. I mean, we, I mean, we, we, make, we, we take the piss out of it when we Swift together, and we're all dressed as the same character. Like, whoa, yeah. what are the chances? We make, we make sure they know it's us, and then we act like it's not. That's yeah, my favorite shit, too. I think, but I, like, think... I think the blood point incentive, the bonus for going up against a Swift, would be like a nice surprise at the end. So if you finish a match, you go... That was really tough, and then you end and you get like an extra, you get double the blood points because it was a four-man swift. Mm. I think you'd feel a little bit less bad about getting, a, you know, a one k. Mm. I don't think they would. I think the people that care would still care, even if they. I don't know, man. It's just gonna, and it's also gonna cause people to be like toxic in post-game chat. You only won because you're a swift because they see that they're a swift. Like I think, I think that they, they should... do that anyway. If I talk about like what people do anyway, as soon as they lose, they go, "Oh, it's a swift." Exactly, like, and that's why so, I think they should show. That's why I'm fine with them showing it ahead. I would love for and them. If you don't to like do the this. post toxic post games, like. you can turn it off. So this is what I would like to see. I would like to see pre-game lobbies for survivor and killer. For the killer perspective, they all come in in streamer mode. So it's Vittorio Toscano, it's Hattiecar, it's all their names, and they're in a generic. They're in the base kit cosmetic with no item showing. And it tells who's grouped up together. And that's it. You don't know who you're playing against. You can't click on Steam profiles in the pregame lobby. You can't check. You don't know if they're PC. You don't know if they're console. You don't know what prestige they are. All you know is which survivor they are and if they're grouped together. Right. Okay, so so why do I get to know what the killer is? Why would you need to know what the killer is? Why, Why not? I'm taking information away from the killer. Why I should, would I give more information to Survivor? What are you, a Survivor man? Oh, well, what if I want to dodge? What if I want to dodge? I don't want to go against Nurse. I mean... I don't want to go against a sweaty Nurse. I want to be able to dodge. If they, if they get to dodge against a four-man Swift, I want to be able to dodge against a Nurse. I mean, I'm okay with that, too, honestly. But, like, that's cool, just because I don't, play, I don't play Nurse. I'll, I'll, play. I concede, then. But I think that the less Quint information... That, will concede. I think, the less, <laughs> I think the less information that you have pre-game, the better. And I think post-game information, you can find out everything after the fact. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't think anyone should be allowed to be anonymous mode in post-game. I, I, I would agree with all of your changes in terms of like taking away information, as long as you can't see Swifts as well. I don't think I mean, dodging and like, I mean, it just, I just don't think being able to dodge lobbies is healthy. I mean, we're going to talk about this with Evil Dead, aren't we? And like, we could talk about the prestige issue in DVD where people dodge people because they've got too much information. Mm-hmm. When matchmaking's rough, 
that's not great. I, you know, if 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 so if if finding if say there's a uh, a low in killer players I mean, and you're I dodging guess, lobbies, guess, it's I like it's not fair on those survivors who've waited to fight five minutes to find a match. I concede not showing Swift as long as you endorse them buffing solo survivor even more. So that you can just always assume it's a format. You can always yeah, sure, play like it's gonna be a format. Because that's that I think that would make it I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so in favor of all this, like I've been talking about it for years, like buffing solo. I, th- I think people that are terrified of Swifts play like that anyway. So sure. Makes I think the Swifts are not that. And this is the Swift conversation we wanted to have is I think that people and John already touched on this earlier in the season. People grossly overestimate how many games they lose because of Swift. And you never hear anyone talking about how many games they win because of Swift. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, how many games you win because they're not going to leave somebody behind. How many games you win because somebody comes off of a gen that's going to break the three gen to try and take a a hit on a fresh survivor. They're just being teammates. They're just being homies. They're having fun. Like Swifts play dumb like 80% of the time. And those guys who play hard AF when they're in Swift are going to play that way when they're in solo queue too. Yeah. And they're going to be just as effective with three randoms. Yeah. Because the mentality of a gamer of a sweaty gamer, of, a, of a, a guy who fucking plays DVD, doesn't change if they're in a Swift or a solo queue or a duo trio. It doesn't matter, right? I the don't mentality. know. You're, you're pretty sweaty, but you're, you're very different when we Swift. I guess, and I guess, yeah, you're right. So I get, I nerf myself when I play yeah. with friends. Cause, cause, cause I'm, like, as well. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, you guys, we got to have fun. I mean, yeah. I, I don't get pushed out nearly as often when I'm playing with you guys. Because I, I agree, like, Swift isn't always the God Squad. It's a lot of people just yeah. I'd fucking around. Not, the majority of life. Swifts aren't a God Squad. Yeah. The majority it's, of super tryhard survivors don't have a lot of friends to play with because most people don't like to play like that. Mm-hmm. So it turns into like there being comp survivors, like people that play in tournaments together will play in pubs sometimes. Right? Is that? Did I just? Yeah, I just maybe I just roasted some people. You just roasted the shit out of sweaty people. No, no. I love it. Just no me, I, I qualify. I qualify. I don't play with friends very often, and I play really sweaty on Survivor. Yeah, you right? have friends though, Doug. I do have friends. I'm not saying those guys don't have friends outside of DPD, and they probably have friends. Like, but yeah, bowl- like I, I wouldn't. Anyone, anyway, anyone who wanted to play really comp and sweaty in DPD, I wouldn't play with them. I don't want to. Mm. Yeah, the guys doing the clock callouts probably don't have a long friends list looking to game every night because there's yeah. just not a lot of guys that play that way. So right. um, Survivor True. Friends is is long been blamed for every killer loss of all time. Um, but killers really have a hard time with the copium. John's Daily Dose this week, the copium that uh, that they, oh, yes. win their, they win their games through skill and not because the Swift was drunk on a Friday and we're like, well, yeah, we can get this save on Bubba. Let's <laughs> oh, try yeah. it. Let's yeah. try it. You know, I had a I had a match um, last week on Gas Heaven where it was four survivors and I just didn't look at the lobby and they were a swift right. They were four stack and they just blazed through these gens. They were kicking my ass. I had one hook. They had three gens done. They were down to two and then I hooked one of them in the middle of the map and then they all started swarming with their flashlights, with their toolboxes. They were getting ready and I, and then I got a I got a three slug out of it and I went on yeah. to win the game. And it was only possible because they were a four stack. They got cocky. They got altruistic, and I was able to take advantage of it. They were good yeah. players, but that's one of those situations where the Swift didn't really play into their uh, hand like they 
wanted to, or it might have been on, on another occasion. So yeah, I watched yeah. that match. I watched you play that oh, match, yeah. and yeah. I remember that match. I was there, and it was so funny. And I and I loved how you were very like you were very woke about it. You were like, yo, these guys probably could have just ended the game, but they're yeah. playing together, they're having fun, they're good, they're cracked, they're flashlights, they're going in, and like they gave me a chance to win. And again. I commend you for that because most players wouldn't have done that. Wouldn't have acknowledged that like they had you, you had a hook with three gens done. If yeah. those guys wanted out, they spread on gens, they do the gens, they get out. You're going to get one, maybe two, you yeah. know, maybe two, maybe. And, but because they're gaming and they're confident, they kept you in the game long enough to be able to snowball and you won, you used skill to win the game. You know, you didn't, right. you didn't, you weren't rocking Noed and you didn't do anything cheesy. You didn't face camp. You won chases, you denied flashlight saves, and you won the game. Honestly, yeah. it's um, a good point because, like, in solo queue, I do not go for end game saves. I do not risk for them. I don't know who they are. Fuck them. Yeah. I do the same <laughs> shit. I get pushed out. I'm sitting you guys, on the gen. You guys hear the terror radius? I'm out. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. I hear the terror radius. I'm out. I'm pushed out. Yeah. No. Yeah, you do it's, that thing where you stand in the exit gate and you're like, do I go for it? Mm, and then you hear the terriers and you're like no, no. Yeah. I'm getting punched out <laughs> yeah survivor friends is not the problem and the, the guys who are good enough to just four out all night running swift are good enough to do that playing as individuals I'll, I'll, I'll as well. go on further I quite like when I, re- when I think it's a swift they tend to be quite fun matches Hmm. They tend to be more interesting like there, there is the swifts that are just there to d- demolish I... you but there's the swifts that are like playing yeah. in a they're coordinated to try and do things. They're quite fun matches. It's it is so fun. It is so fun to play against like a group that isn't prioritizing gens and they're there to get the sabo, to get the head on, to get the flashlight save. I love playing against teams like no. that. Yeah. No. Even boil over sabo teams that bring a map stop offering. It. Stop it. It's different, no. isn't it? It's different. No, stop it. Unless they use like the main building and it's like <sighs> I hate I hate the way you just said I don't want to play against that team ever. <laughs> <laughs> It feels uh, good to win against them, at least. But, uh, yeah, but, but it yeah, does. When you when you lose against them, it feels awful. I, I will say, I will say like, just to go back to my original point, I do think if there was like a blood point prize at the end for going up against a Swift, killers might feel a little better about the situation rather than being like, damn it, I only got a 2k. Give them more points, whatever, I'm down. Um <laughs> I will Everyone say this. I, I think I've mentioned this before. I'm going to just say this again because it's important to me to say this out loud. But if you're if you've ever complained about slowdown perks in the game Dead by Daylight, but you run Sabo, Breakout, Boil Over, fix your shit. Okay, you're doing the exact <laughs> same thing. It's you're I, denying my objective true. the same way I'm right. denying yours. So I'm not saying there's a problem with running Sabo, Boil Over, Breakout, but don't do that shit and then complain that killers are running slowdowns. Yeah, because I, the reason I wouldn't want to go away is because sometimes it's funny when they mess it up. <laughs> yeah. And most of them suck at it, right? Yeah, most yeah, of them yeah. are fung means and they suck at it, so we're fine. But um, hooking survivors is my objective. Killing survivors is my objective, but you have to hook them mm-hmm. to kill them mm-hmm. in most cases, right? Yeah. So denying my hooks is no different than me denying your gens. And yeah. if you really, if you hate how it feels... To be on a gen and eruption goes off and you have 25 seconds. Imagine how it feels when you're when you're like two meters from the hook. The hook goes down and there's no hook smoke and you just have to let this person go now and they just yeah. get away. Right after you won a chase and you downed yeah. them successfully and you're yeah yeah exactly. 
So I'm not saying you did anything wrong by denying that hook. I'm just saying don't complain about my slowdown perks because you're sabotaging my hooks. It's a fat point. Yeah, fair. But it is fun. It's as a survivor, it's very fun to sabotage. It it is. It's like ah, later, bitch. (laughs) It's exhilarating when you get that breakout, and it's so scary when they have agitation to counter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's fun though. Yeah. So, I would like to say then. I'm sorry to take point on this, but one more time. But do we spine chill endorse the survival friends? Correct. Yes. Yeah. In general. Yeah. As a concept, I, I would say I, I I endorse fun swifts, and I think swifts are good for the game, etc. I don't like playing against swifts; they're just there purely to win, do gens and leave. Yeah, but I don't. None of us are like gonna be like, yeah. I think you should take DB really seriously. Yeah, I, I think mean, it's I life do, or death, winning don't. and losing in this game. <laughs> That's me now. That's my villain art now. That is true. You are an eruption gamer. I am. I run eruption and I play hyper focus. No longer hat man. He's eruption man. Oh, I'm still hat man. <laughs> I got eruption. Eruption's right here underneath the hat. Underneath the hat. That's where the tattoo's going. Hat man gone wild. Volume two. <laughs> that was quite a healthy little discussion about Swift there. I, I feel like too. I feel like at times in our DVD discussion things get a little heated and then we bring it back down. Things get a little heated, we bring the it The spice is fun, though, isn't it? it if we just agreed the whole time, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The point having three <laughs> of us. Just have one of us. Yeah. <laughs> True. Our disagreements fill the podcast with life. Um, are we kind of done with the DVD section? Would That's you say? everything I've got. Else? The Lunar yeah. Event's yeah. really fun. Lunar Event's fun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lunar, kinda... Lunar, Lunar Event's been the most fun I've had with an event for like the last three or four, probably, for some reason. I, Did you know the Snowman? I, I enjoyed the Snowman a little bit. I thought that got a little boring I like the Snowman, the yeah. Yeah, I think the Snowman event, the Bone Chill event, lasted a little too long. Mm. I guess they did, they did extend it, though, because there was an issue, wasn't there? Something happened. Uh, well, some issue affected like 14 players, and they extended it by like three <laughs> weeks, whatever. <laughs> um, I do like the Lunar event. <laughs> I do like the Lunar event. I... But we're already done with it, right? Like we've yeah. already gotten all the cosmetic. This is this is the same. This is the same problem that they have every time. It's like you just get ten envelopes and you're done. Yeah, I I kind of wish that there was more to do because we only get like two or three events a year, um, maybe four. I'm not sure, but I would like there to be more activity. Give me a bonus blue one if I get a hundred envelopes. Well, it'd be nice if there was a tome, right? Like they a do tome, with the Halloween yeah. one. Mm. Yeah, a tome with like some specific cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Would be nice. I um, will say, I do wish behavior would calm down on doing everything on the same day. Because, like, the lunar event kicked off, and there's a new tome, and there's all these patch changes. And, like, you could spread this out a little bit. Just a lot of shit happens in one, like, one or two days. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they we could, could... We could have a lunar event, like, tome, if there wasn't a tome going on. Which, usually, when they do an event tome, it overlaps it... with a tome. That's true, that's true, and I have complained about that before, because I'm like, well, I guess I'll do the event tome, because that one expires, mm. you know, so yeah. nobody's really doing the new one, the new big one. Um. Oh, and I will say, I, I we haven't talked about the new tome or rift at all, because, because that came out, like, the day after the update. But I was really unimpressed by the Rift skins this time. It's, it's the same as, See, it's the same as last year's. Do you remember last year had a really disappointing rift? Possibly. Wow. It's the same that? time of year. Man, you guys, mm. this—you guys just aren't into the medieval stuff, I guess. Because I thought those medieval cosmetics I, were. I like dope. some of it. I think. I think Claudette is kind of cute. I, 
Victoria's hair looks I'm hilarious. ready to do some LARPing, guys. Like, this is awesome for me. I'm super stoked about this. Victoria's got some, like, Justin Timberlake curls. <laughs> well, part of... I mean, part of the issue for me is that, like, I, I don't even own Vittorio of the Night yet. I still don't. <laughs> I know, it's like my favorite um, thing. Which, at this point, is a point of pride to, to stay out of it. But I'm about to gift know, it to you right now. I'm about to go to I don't, I don't, don't really don't. play... I don't really play... Like, there's another, there's another Fung Min outfit. Like, she got the Prime outfit. She got the, um... The, the new outfit. store, the bunny outfit, the lunar event outfit, and then she Which, got... how dirty is her belly in that outfit? <laughs> oh, I haven't looked closely at her belly. <laughs> was yeah, yeah, like, I'll take your word. She's so, she's so good, filthy. <laughs> they, 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 don't have to, they, don't, they don't have to add so much dirt to every cosmetic. I do I do agree that, especially when they put a bunch of dirt around the knees, it's, yeah, it's a little dirty weird. Yeah, dirty knees. That's, this, this is the dirtiest belly in the game. <laughs> Garrett does not approve. <laughs> Yeah, we got Fuck a future tier a list. Belly. Future future tier list is getting thought about right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dirty, dirty. A dirt, a dirt tier list. list. Fung has an S tier dirty belly. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, honestly, there's enough Fung Mean cosmetics to do a whole tier list of just her cosmetics. We could, point. yeah. Like, and we could. That would be like a two hour episode, right? With all no, the cosmetics. Wait, wait, wait. That's one in the yeah. bag. But Gross. I mean. Uh, but but she got she got the the prime outfit. She got the lunar event outfit, and she got. Um, a rift outfit with a recolor in the deep rift. I was just like, there's too much of this. So part of it is the fact that the characters that got outfits I wasn't really that interested in. Mm, but I, also for the medieval outfits, my problem with them, like Claudette's for example, you can't really mix and match that medieval outfit with anything. No. Maybe the hair. I like the hair. But but the top the glasses, and the yeah. bottoms, you can't really mix that with anything. It's going to look awful. So I that was yeah. kind of my issue with the medieval outfits too. No, that's fair. Totally fair. I also am not keen on the blue being used again for the extended rift. Yeah, what's that about? I'm, I brought up the same yeah, point. Why are the two shades of blue? Like, and they're both horrible shades of blue that don't look like they go together. Oh, and then like my my color theory brain's like, I don't like this. And then what's there's so many there's so much ugly green palette swapping happening too. I guess for St. Patty's Day they they did the same thing last year. Where did you see like the Yujin trousers, by the way, John? What did you think of those? The yellow ones for the lunar event. You didn't I don't know what to do with them. I was there. okay. I was I was bringing this up because I tried to use them, and I couldn't because the the problem is there's no belt at the top. It just kind of the pants just kind of end That's awkwardly. The problem, yeah, yeah, and so I was like, I can't use anything with this except for her like little lacy PJ top. Kind of weirdly works, but other than that, there's nothing to mix and match with it. I feel like I feel like this is like this part of this podcast. This sort of situation happens a lot where it's like I'm just like me like cool medieval stuff, and you guys are like, let's really get into the fashion. Let's really get <laughs> into like care a lot about the yeah. fashion of DVD. We, we like a yeah. dress up how dolly and game, and DVD's I, like really good at it. No, and I'm not complaining. I love it. I love that we're so different while also being so similar uh, in a lot of ways. Because this is just to me like I'm like. Who cares yeah. about Yoonjin's trousers? Right, go off, right? <laughs> right? I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty dope that they have medieval skins. But you guys, are, yeah. And I, I remember watching John when you were going through some of the riff stuff on your stream, and you were like very impassioned about the kind of pants that you think Yunjin should be getting. Yes. And I was like, yeah, we're not the same. And yeah. That's okay. Let's and let's okay. get the thigh high boot recolor. Why are we getting these yeah. weird no. pants? That is anyway. that is a fair point. I, do, I will yeah. say the night cosmetics pretty cool. But the, the hands on the mask, that's pretty. With the cool. hands on them. Yep. Yeah. That is pretty cool, yeah. but I 
I don't know. Just not a very impressive riff. And for that me that overall. does look better in the blue. The knight's mm. armor looks pretty cool in the blue. I do like the concept of the deep rift where they extend it past level seventy into eighty five. I think that's a great idea. It's more stuff to yeah. do, but but if, yeah. they, if they're gonna if they're gonna copy Fortnite season system for the extended battle pass, look at their cosmetics because I want all of them this season. Like, yeah. They look so good. Because yeah. it's not just recolors; it's different textures. Yeah, uh, the the Fortnite uh, battle pass has an extended like deep rift version too, but they they bring in like these space textures and these this like gold and silver and stuff. You and look it, special. Yeah, I, it it isn't just like it's blue now. Yeah. <laughs> I think that if behavior wants to take notes from Fortnite on how to do their battle pass, they might also consider coming taking some notes from behavior or from from Fortnite on how to do like game modes and like interesting things in game because like. You know, fun is really nice, and yeah. you know, yeah, again, like the snowman stuff, and that's like a step in the right direction. I think you're right. It would be nice to see more because Fortnite's in. I mean, it's, it's. I'm sure it's a bigger team, and obviously, it brings oh, out yeah. a lot more money. Um, but it's so creative. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see them get more creative with stuff I'd, like that. Because again, you can. It's not even like a ranked game. DVD is yeah. just a. You know, you don't have to worry about competitive balance as much, especially when it's regards to like events and stuff. It's like. Yeah, I often fantasize about if DVD went the Fortnite route and took itself way less seriously and just add a bunch of crazy shit into the games. Most yeah. people that take it which, really seriously would hate it. Add, but like, you could add stuff that's specific to be horror. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. just thinking, like, you need like what if they added vehicles to DVD? How weird would that be? You know? Oh yeah. But Even if they're just little razor skins. Zip lines. Yeah, zi yeah, imagine like a zipline at the top of Ironworks. <laughs> the killer could take it too! Yeah. That'd oh, that'd be so cool! Sick! That'd be sick! I'd that'd be, be so down! Cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, uh, and they can even do game modes. Like, they could do like a rotating, like a scramble, or this is silly. Like, Fall Guys does. Fall Guys has like ranked. It has like their playlist where you can win, you can win um, more crowns. crowns to spend, yeah. But then they have, they have like every week they do like a silly game mode that's like breaks the mold a little bit and you get like crown shards instead of actual crowns. Yeah, right. That's I mean, I, we shouldn't talk about it. this. Is just upsetting because DVD's MMR now. Like it's, it's a comp. It's game. not. It's not going to be casual fun game. It's going to be. It's an, it's an RNG based comp game somehow. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. The dream. I've always wanted one of those. Yeah. A game Speaking where you which, like yeah. you roll a dice and you'll see if you how many hooks you'll get, how many kills you'll get at the same time as it being rank based, <laughs> which will make me yeah. feel deflated if I lose. It's mm. a D and D skill check. <laughs> mm. Anyway, All right. so that yeah. was an hour and a half, DVD. wasn't it, of DVD? <laughs> yeah. I always feel like, I was like, this this week's segment on DVD should be a little smaller, but then we always end up just Well, if we've got these away. opinions built into us that we haven't really been exploring, because we've been, like, getting used to the format of doing this podcast, and now we're like, let's just talk, let's just shoot the shit. It's kind of like a therapy session a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's getting it off of our chest, just dealing yeah. with the abuse that is Dead by Daylight. Yeah. We yeah, started with Doug's eruption confession, and, you know. <laughs> I was my, just going to say My name's that. Doug, and I use eruption now. So I needed therapy because I ran eruption for two streams, and everybody saw it, so I needed the therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other game segments we can go into with just just plain news, just unbiased news. Well, well I, mean, I actually play the game, so I can talk more. I actually play some of them. Um, we should maybe start. This might be a big one to jump into. Prop night. 
Prop it's night. got a bit of drama, hasn't it? It does. Gary, you want to get him up to speed on the Prop Night drama? Was it fantastic? Fantastic, without an A. Um, are developing another game, maybe, question mark, maybe. potentially. A game called no The Day really Before. Sure. Yeah, The Day Before. Um, it had like a trailer show, I think, last year, um, which was an Unreal Engine uh, cinematic, basically, of potential gameplay. Uh, mm-hmm. And since then, nothing's really been reported about it it's disappeared off of steam i believe like the wishlist system it's like not there anymore right and no one really knows what it is and it's i mean it's quite bizarre for the, the same developers of prop night to be making this ps5 AAA. it looks incredible the the, the trailer they showed like mm-hmm. it looks really cool but it's like it is a bit of a weird juxtaposition to see prop night and this game same developer um <laughs> Right. I will say on this stuff, we have speculated before. We've been like, who are these guys that are developing Prop Night? Because it kind of seems like they're playing with house money a little bit, doesn't yeah. it? Like, we've made that observation before. And now they that they have this... They just update randomly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of seems like somebody's passion project a little bit. Like, somebody with a lot of disposable income is like, fuck it, let's just make an ASIM horror game. Let's go. Um, yeah. And it's working out for them now, but it wasn't for a while. And a lot of other studios would just dished it um so now they're they're supposedly working on this like you said very impressive looking uh game that we're not really sure if it exists or not it just seems like it's a strange studio over there at fantastic Mm. yeah yeah well i will say what they're doing with prop night is great and i'm having a blast we were out we were all hanging out yesterday and i ended up playing prop night just for the just for the fun of it for like what three, four hours straight. I was just jamming out while we were all hanging out, like just playing the game. Like it's the fun is continuing to player base. Like you said, John, like you'd mentioned it last season, they've been, they hit what? 1200 players, 24 hour peak. Yeah. Daily. It's like a daily peak of 1200. So it's going well in terms of the horror ace in market. Like most, most games that got to the point that prop and I got to where they were in single digit player count, they don't come back from that. So, right. You know, yeah, if I, I, just... would, I would say that the focus they're doing on on Prop Night and how they've basically revived that game from from death um, would indicate that they are a real studio that are trying to make games that do well and make some money. Yeah. yeah. So I would assume the day before is a real game, but it's just been maybe it got postponed because they put I... went until Prop Night's perfect, we're not building this AAA game. Yeah. <laughs> well, and maybe and maybe here's another thing too, and this is something that I thought about independently was. What if, like, because Prop Night just released a supporter pack within the last couple months, like, way to yeah. kind of support the game continually for, further. It's a paid game. It's got a pretty decent player base. Maybe they're starting to make a little money on Prop Night. People Maybe. are starting to buy prop boxes. People are starting to spend a little money. Maybe they're using that money to go ahead and funnel into Day Before to really get Day Before right. And really, because they postponed it to November, right? That's what they mm. said. It was supposed to come out soon, and then they postponed it to November. So, you know, maybe... Which I'm totally for postponing games, but I do think they should maybe... They could settle this controversy. They must have something they can show. Well, it's interesting, too, that they have this controversy of not communicating because we've seen that time and time again with Prop That's Night. all they've done yeah. with Prop Night. That's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think so that's probably what they're missing. They're missing a PR person. They're missing they a community manager. Are. Someone that just handles this stuff for them on social media. Mm-hmm. Gary? I mean, I could give it a go. <laughs> oh wow! Actually, great, crazy te- great pitch. I could give it a go. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so I get too weird about it. 
<laughs> so 10 minutes ago, Prob and I just released two more killers and four more maps. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not really. Not really. But they would I'll do that, though. I'll check their yeah. website and see if they are looking for roles. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I think you'd be a great a great candidate, Gary. Stop it. Yeah, I, I but no, Prob, yeah, Prob, and I, <laughs> Prob and I continues to, to have good player, healthy player numbers. The experience feels real good to play. It's fun to play. It's, yeah. it's not, it doesn't feel like a party game, but it doesn't feel like a comp game either. It kind of feels in between right now. Um, and I think that, that they're kind of, they're kind of leaning the, and I mentioned it last season. Um, it seems like a lot of the things that the DBD community asks. Like I, I'm almost convinced without a shadow of a doubt that somebody who's integral to making decisions at prop night at fanatic and fantastic plays DVD and listens like they're, they're plugged into DVD. They're plugged into what's going on in DVD and the changes that happen in prop night are reflecting the community requests in, in DVD because killer in prop night was at a point, very oppressive, very easy to, to just camp and tunnel your way to victory. And they've been progressively buffing survivor to like yeah. counter that. And it happened again. They've, they've made it now. They made like a big shift, a big change that just happened in the last patch where now when you stun a killer, um, you get a speed boost to like get nice. away from them instead. Or when you, yeah. when you wiggle off, you get a speed boost to get away from them. Things so like smash that. Smash hit like, sort of style. Yeah. But they've, re but they've reduced the stun time for killers. So the stuns don't feel like you're not able to play as killer, but the oh, survivors so are still focusing, being... They're focusing on game feel then. So like it feels yeah. good as a survivor yeah. and it feels less bad as a killer. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. They expanded the anti-camping camping zone. So you when you camp, the the timer stops. So it's not just you don't you used to have to basically stand right next to the to the survivor for it to pause the timer. Mm. And now the zone is bigger. Um killer stun lasts for three seconds when the survivor breaks out of the grip. Stun immunity now, so you can't be chain stunned is now five seconds. Uh it's just yeah, they're just I wonder they're if they'll continue. Like, I wonder if they'll continue to grow as a result of that and they'll pick up more because as you were saying, like DVD's getting sweatier, moving in a more competitive direction. I wonder if Prop Knight can take advantage of this and like garner those players over. If it only had some social media presence to tell yeah. people what was going on, they could maybe grow bigger. It's funny because yeah. Prop Knight and VHS kind of have similar problems in that regard. Like really like the game the game is solid, but it's like they they need some kind of public relations boost that they're not they're not getting. I mean they paid Shroud to play their game, so <laughs> right, yeah. Never forget. That should have been enough. I feel like. Yeah, I don't understand how they don't have twenty thousand concurrence right now. So Speaking if you guys, if you guys VHS. own prop, oh yeah, I just oh. was gonna say before you go. Last final note on prop night. If you own prop night, go try it out again. Um, if you it's don't, worth giving, it's night, worth giving another shot. It is yeah. a lot yeah. different from when it's it's changed Im immensely. If you don't have it, it's five bucks. Um, yeah. To buy the base game and it goes on sale for like a dollar or two pretty regularly so keep your eye <laughs> wish wish list if you don't already play it um i'd love to see these guys i mean they could definitely be more organized and be more communicative but i'd like to see them rewarded for their hard work because the game every time they release a patch the game feels better mm. and we can't say that about every horror race right no so if only yeah good job prop night this has been your weekly edition of Good Job, Prop but, Night. Yeah, basically, that's, that's we say that every week. Prop <laughs> yeah. Night, good job. Continue Keep to do up. good. But get some social media presence. Start True. telling us when you're doing things. Please. Yep. And now, uh, that's the only thing it's missing.
Now for our weekly section of bad job VHS. <laughs> no, I, I'm not gonna say bad job. Well, I was, like, you, you were very like I know. There's, so there's been a dev blog thing, right? They've done like a stream talking about you did, did. the plan um, going forward, and you were very on like because you weren't in the best headspace of VHS last week. So I'm very because no. we haven't heard your summary yet, and I'm quite yeah. intrigued. I was very grumpy last week <laughs> on the podcast. You, you guys say. all, you guys yeah. all heard it. I, I, but I'm good now. I quit vaping and I'm completely through the window now. I'm not yeah. healthy. I'm getting I'm ten getting days sleep. now. Gonna, yeah, just yeah. eruption. Don't yeah. worry about it. I just want eruption now. Everything, nothing matters. <laughs> Fuck it. Let behavior sort it out. Right? No. Um. So I, I was, I was very impassioned when I talked about VHS last, last season, and that's because I was, I am starting to get to a point. You guys know that I play these games to death. Mm -hmm. the, the the prop nights the evil deads the vhs's the project playtimes i play them all um and vhs kind of made me fall back in love with the game during the christmas event and i got a little bit i just got a little sad if i'm being honest with the state of the game the weeks following the christmas event wrapping up it was just started to feel a lot like it did before you know the very very small player base long queues still yeah. frustrating so i kind of i needed them to make a move, I needed them to do something to convince me that my hours I've invested and the hours I want to invest are worth it. And they, that was on Sunday that we recorded last season. And then the Monday they did a, a dev stream um, where they broke this stuff down. I watched it. Um, and this is, I'm just going to give you the quick rundown of what they're going to do. Um, and what I think, you know, about those changes and whether I think it's going to be enough. Um, the biggest thing that they've that's been asked for and that they're gonna they're gonna answer now is solo ambushes are a real problem for for monsters in that game. Mm. The starter weapons are all silent, so there's with with weapons like, for instance, the Molotov cocktail or you know the uh, the RC flyer, mm. you get an audio indicator that it's coming, so that the monster has counterplay. Uh, with the with the starter weapons, the Holy Cross, the flamethrower, they don't get an audio cue. So, if a if a team stands around a corner, you walk around a corner, they can just bop you. They take yeah. one of your stigmas. You had no counterplay, um, and it feels bad. It makes the the monster experience feel like you have to constantly be on edge, walking down a hallway, walking I always, a room. I always thought it was weird that like the the Holy Cross, for example, is such a strong weapon. It's, yeah, yeah, it is. Ugh. Even I know that. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, if, and then, yeah, it's, it's bad. Right. So what they're going to do now is they're going to add a visual indicator within 15 meters. If somebody has a weapon. So, um, basically if you have an armed teen, have you guys ever played Dollmaster in a game before? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I did not enjoy it. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing that you get on Dollmaster is if you're, if you're in, if you're in one of the dolls and a teen is within 15 meters of the doll master, your screen gets this like fire aura around it. So basically it's like a threatening aura on your mm. screen. So, you know, mm. Oh God, I got to get back to the, I got to get back to the master so I can get out of there. Um, you're going to have that all the time now within 15 meters. Mm. So that way you won't, as the monster, you won't ever feel like you're not prepared to fight. You'll always have. And, and I like that. It's a visual indicator. I would love to see VHS moving further away from audio indicators because the game is very heavily audio centric in the tracking and in monster gameplay, which is, you know, it can be difficult for accessibility. A little overloading reasons. potentially yeah. if there's too many audio things you have to listen to and they start lapping yeah. over. And it's exactly. And then plus just from an accessibility standpoint, it's nice mm. to 
nice to to know that you know people that maybe are hard of hearing won't have as much of an issue yeah with some of these things so i think it's a great change i think it's going to help a little bit do i think it's going to help a lot do i think it's going to turn a lot of people into monster mains i don't know but it's something that needed to happen um they're going to do something as of right now they have a flux bonus for playing monster because the monster is obviously the less populated they're going to have they're going to shift that to what DVD is doing towards a more dynamic bonus based on the player base needs instead of just, just being to play monster basically. So um, it's going to be a lot like the, the DVD champ, but so basically all it's going to be for now is just a monster bonus because I mean, they're really, I don't think there's ever a time where they're like, we need more team players, but yeah, that'll be a thing they're adding. Um, they're going to have a quick play option, which basically chooses it's going to put you into the fastest queue possible, which again is just going to be monster, monster for now. Yeah. But you know, I, and I was thinking this, this is the last thing about on the drive today. Um, I wish every ASIM had a quick play option and it's a bonus. I wish everyone did. Um, and I think that that's going to be something that's going to be good for like Texas chainsaw and for, um, killer clowns because the, the way that the, it's not one before, like, you yeah, actually they're going to have that on there. They're going to have people jumping into both roles. Yeah. God, I, I can't wait for those games. I can't. Agreed. So I think it'd be healthy just for all horror asims to have the quick play option. Get you into a game as quick as possible. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then another thing people have complained about is that, you know, and you guys, I, I feel like you guys would be excellent candidates for this, is the new player experience or the inexperienced player feels overwhelmed and feels a little bit like, wow, this is a lot to take in. So they're going to yes. add a tip. They're going to add a tip system, which gives like situational advice to players like in game. So I don't think we got a lot of details about it. I kind of, I'm going to be honest, I'm, Kind of I'd, I'd be interested to see how that works because, like, basically, what that sounds like is another thing on the screen that you're going to look at. Yeah. And, like, and if you have another two, because I already, I, I think VHS, despite all its strengths, has one of the worst UIs, like, at least in on the main menu. The, the in game one's okay, but the, the main menu is like bloody hell. There's too much, mm-hmm. too much going on. It's hard to know what I'm doing. Um, I don't think the last, I think the last thing I need is little pop ups and tips telling me what things are as well. I think that might just be like I'm going to turn this game off. Yeah, I could see that. Um, did they I, did they announce any plans for like the new monster? Is is the abomination okay, yeah, I'm, getting I'm a almost, release? I'm, I'm almost there, Gary. I'm almost there. Um, and I'm gonna just to 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 comment on what you were saying. I think it's going to probably be similar to the when the the narrator in Evil Dead that okay. kind of like guides guides you through objectives. I don't know for sure. Oh, that'd be fine, but. Then. I think that would be fine, but we'll see what we'll see what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, anomaly, anomaly confirmed for March, so it's going to be another entire month without a new monster and a new map, which oh, is like March. I don't know. Yeah, and then they talked about they talked about a roadmap, but they didn't talk about the roadmap. They right. talked about the concept of a roadmap. The concept like, of a, we've got a roadmap yeah. where we're going to create a roadmap. Yeah. <laughs> Put out a roadmap. roadmap. Just, yeah. just hit, Hellbent, oh. just hit us with it. Just tell us what's up. Like It feels like they're trying to create roadkill. Like, release dragging, a new monster. If you're dragging your feet on a roadmap, that means the... I, don't, I feel like, does that tell us that they don't know what they're doing yet? Right? Because if they had mm. a roadmap... Have they, they, have they hit they some... Because like, obviously they had the hiccup where they went down for three months because of the server issue. Yeah. Yeah. Have they uh, hit... Is there, like, more going on? Because I don't know why... I don't know. Do they, like... Is it because it's not, like, particularly monetized? Are they not making any money? 
we interrupt our regularly scheduled programming to bring you some unfortunate news. Due to some audio technical difficulties, the remainder of the audio of this season of Spine Chill was compromised. We beg your forgiveness for the lower quality audio from this point forward, and we sincerely hope you'll give us another chance next week. Thank you. Out of it to like pay people to work on this game? Like, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's time know. to release it and monetize things and sell cosmetics and pump yeah, that maybe. money into devs to, to sure. program the abomination so that people come in to play the game. Because you need in in a market with the way ASIM is, you're competing with DVD. Yeah. It's got new content like every month, basically. I mean, Prop Knights put out three new killers in the past yeah. like three months. Yeah. 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 Okay. They're gonna they're gonna give us a roadmap soon. And uh but the killer is not the monster is not soon. It's in March. Um and they did confirm that console is not looming. Like that's we've been talking about how console they 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 acknowledge that console is a plan, but it's not it's not anytime soon. Oh, oh man, no. that's so rough. We're, we're working on we're working with Steam only, Steam Epic only for, for so. Now. How are you feeling about that as someone that loves the game? Because like I, to I, me, that just sounds like okay. Well, then that game's gonna continue to. No, I mean Prop Night's doing it without console. Yeah. I, I think that they can get to prop night levels without console. I think that they need a roadmap and I think that they need to find a way if they can't make console happen now, they need to find a way to increase production. It's Imagine something. if prop night did console then. We can't, we can't wait another. I mean, we haven't had a monster since what, like last July. That one? I think Deathwire came out in July. Deathwire. Correct. Let's look, let me look up on steam charts. It has the, I think Deathwire came out. I want to say it was October. Oh, I can't. It could not. It, it couldn't have been that recent. No way. I, I think it, I, might have, it might have been bef just before October, but I because I, I think you, that's when you like did we, your because you played it a lot. I think that was like your month of Deathwire. Because I think like, I don't think we were doing Spine Chill back in July, and I remember us covering Deathwire pretty extensively on an episode. I want to say it was September. You're right. It was September, October, October timeframe. Okay. Because they they, they announced they announced the release date <clears throat> September six. Okay, but still, that's that's six months in between Deathwire and the proposed release of Anomaly, right? True. So yeah, so it's that's it's just not fast enough, lengthy. man. I and 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 then they have a Valentine's event that is starting on February tenth, and I'm, their events are great. And I feel like I'm gonna get debated again, not debated, but I feel like the game's gonna get. It's going to boost the player base like it did for Christmas, and it's going to be fun, and I'm going to love it. And then hopefully that'll be enough to get us through to the release of March. Hopefully it's early March when the monster comes, and maybe that'll be enough. I just hope that, again, this is why a roadmap would help, and this is why, to me, not having a roadmap now is a bad sign, is that if I knew that, okay, the Valentine's event's February 10th, Anomaly's early March, and then we got monsters planned for, like, April, we got we got a new 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 DLC plan for like April, June, and August or something like that. Like we got yeah. we're gonna we're gonna start hitting you guys with content. Like I probably feel a little bit better. But we have the anomaly in the game already is not gonna be available until March, and we have no other information. Like I mean, admittedly that this has made me a little sad for VHS. So I all I can say is I'm sorry, Doug. Okay. Yeah, because we've we've talked before about how like that's kind of the only way out of this not a spiral that they're on but you know they're not going up right they're, it's not yeah. descent is to get the game on console 
because that's where they're going to get time they play it, like fully release the game, at least get out of early access. Um, and to to learn that console isn't coming anytime soon is disheartening for sure, because that would be a big boost that the game would need. But yeah, uh, I honestly think it would be like it would save it. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Because it would just basically buy them months of people grinding out day one content. They'd be getting it day it's, one. Like yeah, it would be... it's it's also it's it's free to play. I also think the graphic style leans into casual like like younger players potentially that will just pick it up because they'll see it and be like, that looks right. cool. And mm-hmm. then they'll start playing it. Like imagine if they got the game on like Xbox Xbox Game Pass PS plus for like mm-hmm. a weekend or something. I don't know. Yeah, just, for a month. For, for a month. Yeah, imagine what that would do to the player base. Instant queues, I mean, and then and then it just buys them time to develop, right? Because then all these brand new players are playing the content they've been working on for the last two years, like on day one. Yeah, and yeah, your veteran players might get bored and be like a little bit frustrated, but like we would also be stoked that we had we could play games again. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. We'll we'll keep our eyes on it. I'm not I'm not upset. I just am slightly disappointed. Oh. Is this is this why you started using eruption? No, no. <laughs> Wait, you started using eruption on Monday. Yeah. That was the same day as the uh, right after, I watched VHS. the dev, I watched the devlog and immediately equipped eruption and said nothing matters yeah. anymore. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks VHS. Oh, wow, thanks a lot VHS. Look, look to our friend Doug. I love the game. I'm not going to stop playing the game. I am still going to continue. <laughs> stubborn. To... No. <laughs> It's not that I'm stubborn, it's just that the game's too good to give up on. Um, I'm not going to stop grinding. You know, I would like to get full progression unlocked before uh, March, before the new monster comes so out. Sometimes it's not about giving up, sometimes it's about choosing. But I still, like, I still enjoy the game. And, <laughs> I, did, and again, I didn't give up on VHS. When, when, the, when the holiday, when the Valentine's event hits, cues are going to get better. If, if it follows the same pattern it did for Christmas. I don't know if maybe the Christmas event was better because people were off work and out of school. I also so wonder if Valentine's will that was probably factor, infuse yeah. the player base the same way Christmas does. Oh no, I hope so. I just want to play my game, man. I just want to play it. We'll see. Um, well, speaking of games that Doug likes to play. Evil we, Dead. This this might cheer. Oh, we could wait. We've got two. We've got Evil Dead. We've got Ghostbusters. I think Ghostbusters would. I know that would cheer Doug up right now. Here's the thing. <laughs> I I talked a lot now, and I would love to give John a chance to talk. So let's switch to Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a lot to say about Ghostbusters. Spirit you might Unleashed. you might like these changes, John. You might there's 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 at least one thing you'd be like, okay. Um. Let's so. Ghostbusters is going to be getting some Twitch drops in the not so distant future on the first of February through to the sixteenth. Is this um, the first ASIM horror game that's done Twitch drops? I would, yeah, it is. It, yeah, I, actually, it might be. It literally is. That's insane unless, to me. Unless, unless Evil unless Dead has Sweet dropped. Home has that done it. I don't think Evil Dead has one. No, no, no. Obviously, Home has not. I can confirm. Okay, Ghostbusters, yeah. Blazing Trails. Yeah, I like it. Leading, leading from the front. Um, but you'll be able to get the Necroplast skins, which are these interesting-looking ghost cosmetics where they look a little bit like... Um, I don't know how to describe them. Like blighted ones, almost? Yeah, like this, they look a little bit like lava and burn. I don't know. It looks, they look kind of interesting. Oh, they look I, kind understand of cool. what, I understand what you mean, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like... Yeah. Um, so that, they'll be available, um, and there's a new update coming. I don't know when. I couldn't see a date for it, but... 
maybe the first of February as well. It'd be, it maybe makes sense to like throw it all at the same time, but they haven't. I couldn't find a date. Um, there's a new map coming out, the facility, which is you know, a new map's always nice. Um, there's going to be some significant gameplay changes. Um, these include a new opening level cinematic because you always walk in the same way and see the same thing. It might be quite nice to have a bit of variation to that. <clears throat> yeah, um, they're going to improvements to civilian dialogue, which I don't know what that means. Hopefully, it means it's a bit more dynamic than just clicking the skill check. Um, destruction level will now increase haunt level. So when you're blowing stuff up and just destroying the environment, that's going to... Actually, Doug's that's... very happy for the audio no, I... only listeners. Doug's very happy. I'm happy too, yeah. Because like as a, as a Ghostbuster, you can just run around destroying all the environments that the ghost can't hide. Yeah. Now it'll punish you. So it's a good balance thing. Um, and then there's a lot of new customization options on the horizon, which I've been waiting for for a long time. Um, they're actually going to bring in the real Ghostbusters set. So the uh, I think it's 1986. It's like it's, it's 1980s, like the Ghostbusters show, the original cartoon, um, mm. the cosmetic mm. where, where Egon's like blonde with a little curl at the front of his hair and stuff. They're bringing in and like all of their gear is a lot more bright. They're bringing those cosmetics into the game, which I think is quite fun. Um, Egon and Janine's cartoon glasses are going to be in the game, for example, so it's making it look quite a bit more chill. It's also adding in more the ability to more facial features. So you're going to be able to change your face a lot more and make it a lot more specific, which I right. think is interesting as well. Because right now they've just got facial presets that you just... Yes, yeah, you right? just use the default choices. Yeah. Um, and you can add designs to your Ghostbusters arm and chest now. So that's like, you can put little logos, which I believe you can earn through collecting the mold and spores... And probably some other things in the game as well. Yeah. Um, there's new wep- uh, new secondary gadgets coming in. Uh, the belt gizmo, which I it it, te- it told me in the thing, it lowers your ectovision signal. I feel like I should know what that means, but I don't. Yeah, but that's happening. I can't help you. <laughs> and a disruptor pylon, which is a lot more clear, prevent the possession of nearby objects, and it deals damage to the ghost. So I think that's. That, that one sounds quite interesting. It means you can lock down and stop a ghost from just like jumping to objects, which has been a problem. I think that's mm. another one of the significant gameplay changes. They're going to slow how ghosts can just kind of hop between things uh, quite obnoxiously. So there's balances for both sides. Yeah. Um, and then this is this is the thing that I think is the most exciting, and I think Doug's going to get a big smile on his face for this one because no, I mean, it made me smile. So they're introducing ghost remanifestation. Ghosts will be able to respawn as a different Spectre class. So when you, you, yeah, so when you, when you, Poggers. Get, yeah, when you get beaten, you'll be able to go, actually, no, I'm going to change ghost quickly yeah, and change my tactics up. Oh, God, so you, yeah, you know, yeah. you can catch the Ghostbusters off by surprise. That's been a big complaint of mine. Um, yeah. Since the beginning, right? It was like, you go against the God Squad and I'm like, well, fuck, man, if I was playing on my main, I could have beat these guys, but I was playing on some random ghost that I'm leveling up right now. So being able to hot swap back to Slimer and punish those smug <laughs> crossplay dicks that just got done kicking my ass right now yeah that's huge i love that that's a great change yeah i think that's an awesome change yeah because obviously there's the new ghost on the horizon as well so yeah. ghostbusters looking promising to be honest john couldn't agree more I would any of this bring you future. back would no. any of this like no oh that's a shame <laughs> <laughs> honest about it now. True, oh, that yeah. sounds interesting. No, I but the... I mean, I'm, I'm happy that they're making improvements. It's truly, genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's better than the genre. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, 
like you know, I feel like I bring this up anytime I talk about Ghostbusters, but there's always the fear of it being like a Resident Evil Resistance situation where they just abandon it. And they're they've got stuff planned, so that's great, you know. Yeah. I would say like it's huge that they're gonna do a Twitch event, a drops event. Like that yes, to that's me. Sorry, promise like, what a what a hard charging dev team there at Ophonic to be like, you know what? We're gonna do drops. Let's get some excitement going for our game. Yeah, no, you know, great. Gary Gary that's and I both worried, We both worried that that the game would die off real quick and that they would just kind of give up on it. And like just John just said, just turn it into a resistance and no, they're still fighting. They're they may not be updating it quickly and they may not be giving us new content very quickly, but they're not giving up they're yeah. continuing to push the and and then again i'd argue they're innovating because they're going for twitch drops which is something that yeah you know these asims haven't done before um super excited about that i personally you guys know i play a lot of asims it's like all i play and um ghostbusters still has a really good place in my rotation for when i want to just play a chill non-competitive asim i'll it's so much fun. I love Ghostbusters. It is. It is. And win or lose, it always just feels chill. It's an easy game to like put on and just kick back, put on some music in the background, and just vibe and play. Like, you know, it's it's not like these other asims where you you can't as a survivor you can't die. You can just you can get messed with, but you can't die. It's just like you know, just yeah. Everyone gets to see the game to the very end. Yeah, yeah everybody. Makes, that everybody is true. Everybody gets to play to the end. Um, you get to, I don't know. It's just, it's just a There's very always chill something game. to go do. It's just, it's a yeah. very, yeah, as you said, it's a very chill game. It's a very chill game. So if I, I if think if they marketed it, themselves a bit better towards the DVD player base, they could pick up a lot more people. All they got to do is market themselves as the game you play when you get bled out on the ground three games in a row or you get hard time. Yeah. Be like, yeah, if you guys are getting tired of yeah. getting absolutely wrecked, come, you want to fight back against the ghost? Yeah. You can in this game. You want to yeah. beat the shit into survivors? You can in this game. Come play yeah. it. I'm playing Ghostbusters. And then and I, I was actually going to this is a really good time for me to say this. It's something that I've been thinking about wanting to say on the podcast for a while. Is that I think one we of the know things, how much you like us. Don't worry, Doug. No, I love you guys. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I think that keeps me satisfied and, and feeling okay playing so much DVD is that I play these other games too. Mm. So I yeah. I can't imagine sitting down to play DVD if all I played was DVD like to relax like yesterday we were chilling out i went and played some prop night the other night i was playing vhs i got really like i got really escalated from a couple of rounds of vhs and i was like i'm gonna go vibe on some ghostbusters before <laughs> I go to bed. and that helped me fall asleep it helped me relax and go, get ready for bed i couldn't do that with dvd like you get frustrated with dvd it's mm -hmm. you know yeah not a vibe game for sure yeah yeah like i've been so, doing fortnite I think that's a I think that's a good point because I think so often in the DVD streamer community we hear kind of the same sentiment echoed a lot is that I can, I can only play DVD. I don't really enjoy DVD, but if I switch off of it, you know, uh people aren't there. But I think a lot of times when people switch off of DVD on their stream, they play something like completely different. They're like, I'm going to chill with some Stardew Valley and of course, you know, that's going to be a huge change. But I don't often see people switching from DVD to like, I'm going to stream Prop Night for a bit. I'm going to stream VHS for a little bit. Evil Dead, right? Um, yeah. So that's definitely, like, if you're feeling burnt out on DVD, there's tons of other ASIMs out there that have, you know, maybe not thriving player bases, but healthy player bases that yeah. you could definitely check out in the meantime. Yeah. And if you want to give DVD some competition, the best way to do it is to stream the competing games. Right? Yeah, yeah I, 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 yeah. 
Gary, yeah. we talked about that before we recorded today. It was like, you know, people are always, well, nobody watches Evil Dead. Nobody watches Ghostbusters. It's because nobody fucking streams them. So stream it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we talked about being the change you want to see in, in DVD. Be the change you want to see in Horace, man. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, it, I'm i not going to lie. When I switched to, especially Ghostbusters, when I switched to games, like, chat and the view count do take a hit. I mean, it happens. But, like... <laughs> Like you, I don't know. It just it's just for your mental health and for the health of the genre and for the health of, you know, the communities on Twitch. Like maybe it's worth it sometimes if yeah, you want. To. I'm not telling anybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no obligation, but yeah. you know. But if you, but, nice if, but if you find yourself just burning out on DVD and all you can do is complain about playing DVD, maybe don't play DVD quite as much. Take a day off. Yeah, just take just take like even, one stream off to play some. Even if even if that does mean do a Stardew Day. Whatever, like I, I do it all the time on stream. I've, like a bit of variety yeah. is good for everyone. I, I mean, whatever, whatever game you want to vibe with for a break from DVD is fine. But I'm just saying, there's tons of asims out there that you can choose to stream instead of something like that's totally different from DVD. If the the view hit and the and the chat dying when you switch games is an issue, because the the disinterest won't be as high. With the yeah, I would, games. I would, I would probably say Prop Knight is probably a good shout for that because it's Prop Knight's, yeah, Prop is basically, fantastic. yeah, yeah, it's fantastic for that. I don't, I don't, I mean, I switched to Prop Knight and I switched to Evil Dead pretty regularly, right? And I've gotten to the point where I start on Prop Knight sometimes and I start on Evil Dead, and still, there's a little change. You're gonna have a percentage of your people that are just like DVD for life, but like, it's still right. very healthy. Like my channel stays healthy when I mm-hmm. played those games, and those are. Especially Prob Night, like Gary said, is an easy transition. It's basically a DVD skin. Yeah, this, it's like, like, oh, instead of generators, you're doing prop machines. Prop machines. Yeah. Oh, it's not hooks, yeah. it's chairs. Yeah. But it's the same core loop, basically. Yeah, I mean, uh, Prop Night's, yeah, Prop Night's the most similar to DVD of all these games, mm. for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But all that to say, good job, Ghostbusters. And if you guys are look j- dead ass, I'm going to do it again. If you're looking for a game that you want to play, and just vibe out. You want to play Horasim, but you don't want to be stressed out at all. Check out Ghostbusters. Super chill game. Super fun. I'm going to start streaming it a lot. For the Drops event, I'm going to stream that game a ton. I don't even care. Yeah, I, don't care. No, I, don't care no, I don't care if nobody's there. I'm going to be doing it. I'm just be me and Gary. <laughs> me and Gary hanging out in my stream. <laughs> ready. Well, um, well, there's one final game to cover. Not a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah. What's what's down with Evil Dead, dog? You won't talk. We don't know, Saber. I love you guys, and your game is so fun. <laughs> but how have you? How have you only announced Ruby? Did you and just did you just want to complain here? about how little there was to say about Evil Dead? What, well, I have, is... I have one thing to talk about. I do a, a genuine like concern Sorry. I have. What were you gonna say, John? Yeah. I was please. just gonna ask. When is Ruby coming out? February second. Oh, okay, okay. So just okay, around so the corner. If you die, yeah, you it's next week. But the problem is that like we've waited a while for this update. Um, the community vibe is not great right now in terms of Demon kind of felt like it got really underrepresented in the first season pass. And oh, yeah, that's how I feel. And we've only had one new Demon added to the game since launch, and we've had a ton of survivors added. And game balance right now is always contentious, obviously, in the ASIMs, but with the MMR system being added, with the prestige system being added, a lot of demons that play at the higher level of MMR feel like the game is virtually unwinnable. 
Um, which again, that's how ASIMS works, so it sucks. But like, yeah, you're gonna have a lot of games that just feel really bad at Demon. So we need Demon needs something right now because the queue times on Survivor are getting longer and longer. And we got announced that Ruby was coming out, and I heard Ruby. I was streaming when I found out Ruby, and I'm like, yes, Ruby the new Demon. And they're like, nope, she's a leader. No, she's not. Like they're releasing her as a yeah. survivor, and so I've been holding, I've been huffing the copium. Like they gotta have a demon ready that they haven't told us about yet. Um, that's my copium that I've been huffing for the last few days. But like we're talking five days from now is the update. I wonder if yeah. it's like because obviously making a demon's a lot more complicated, and they're trying to churn out and keep that DVD pace of new content coming out, and they're just like, well, just keep making survivors. Fair. They're easy. Okay, but it's. It's just gonna yeah. hurt them. It's gonna hurt them a lot. Um, oh yeah, because I'm only interested in a new demon. I don't care about survivors. And I think survivor mains are just as interested in a new demon because going against the same puppeteer and plague master over or plague bringer over and over again gets exhausting. I can confirm it. Mm-hmm. And here's my thing that I want to talk about. This is a concerning theme that's hitting Evil Dead right now. I've been playing the game a lot over the last week, spending a lot of time with Sinnoh playing the game. We've been doing duos a lot, and he can confirm. We one out of every four games we have an AFK demon now. Mm-hmm. The demons are queuing up, and they're staying AFK. They're going and they're cooking dinner. They're doing whatever they're doing. I don't know if they're automating it or not, but what's happening is it's a two-part problem. Because one, they get the baseline spirit points just for finishing the game, so they're farming points, but they're also lowering their MMR. Ah. So you got these demons who are preparing for the update by farming spirit points and they're using those spirit points to prestige or get ready for the new update or whatever and as a bonus they're rewarded by having a lower mmr so when they decide to play they can farm babies and yeah. it sucks i do, I do love how in, in asexual horror games nobody wants higher mmr <laughs> yeah and it sucks because right. you know as a survivor player you sit in queue for sometimes five sometimes 10 sometimes 15 minutes to finally get a game, and your group gets together, and you're like, "Ooh, I'm gonna play support. I'm gonna play hunter." That's, that's worrying because that's really going. worrying because of crossplay because that's like that's VHS wait times. Yeah, but that, that has console. No, they're not always that bad. They're, and they're, but no, and but the fact the fact that occasionally you're having a 15 minute is a worry is a worrying. It is. It is a concern, especially if you waited that 15 minutes to go up against an AFK demon, so you don't even get to play. Because like, that means there is a very small pool of of demon players, or at least the MMR is limiting your ability to play with people to a quite a severe degree because that's got a healthy console player base absolutely it does so yeah i don't know man like it's just kind of it's concerning to hear nothing announced about demon it's concerning that they haven't really given us any information about is this going to be a major update that we're getting on february 2nd where they're going to like change core mechanics in the game where they're going to rework right mechanic or because again saber is pretty notorious for just releasing stuff and then it all we don't we, like not talking about it ahead of time so they could have a huge update planned on february 2nd and they just teased the character we don't know but if, if it comes out and it's just ruby and they do like some minor tweaks and minor adjustments here and there um we got we have a puppeteer skin they've confirmed and we have a killer or a survivor they've confirmed and that's it mm. if that's all we get a lot of your your veteran players are going to be fed up yeah, because uh, as I said right. in the past, like Necromancer is my favorite demon, but it's not. It doesn't vibe with me enough to make me want to play it all the time. I haven't found my right demon. I love playing demons, the best, right. but um, so I want there to be more demons for me to choose from. 
Necromancer also came out when the game launched yeah. and had all the skins that he has in the game came out when the game launched. Yeah, because it's, it's nothing, the gold armor, isn't it? Right. Nothing done to him since launch. Yeah. What we've gotten yeah. since launch for Demon is the Plaguebringer. The end. Right. So I know that uh, Evil Dead has like a season pass system, right? Yeah. Um, are there any ASIMs besides DVD that have a battle pass system? Uh, Project Playtime has a battle pass. Doesn't okay. doesn't Home Sweet Home as well? When it, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess I was thinking of the ones that we were talking about today. But yeah, Project Playtime oh. and Home Sweet Home do. But VHS doesn't have one, right? R rumored to have one coming though. Okay, well that's great. I was about to say because that I feel like a battle pass would solve a lot of this lack of content problems that a lot of these games are facing. Like it gives players and, something to do. It gives players something to do, and these multiplayer games they they thrive off of content, even if it's like you know <laughs> locked and loaded in, inside a battle pass that you can either blaze through or take your time with. As long as there's something to unlock procedurally, that that would help a lot with this this issue for sure. It's just an interesting yeah. thing. I hadn't thought about it until just now. Yeah. It took the immediate while to get a battle pass too, right? I mean, it, it did, yeah. Years before I got one, so. Yeah, it wasn't until year four that they got one, right? So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know that, you know, you can't just, like, shit out a battle pass. You gotta actually, like, create all the cosmetics and the content for it, but. Project Playtime sure <laughs> did, so. Yeah, yeah, well, Yeah. I mean, but it's it's definitely like a hallmark of successful multiplayer games. Yeah, is having a battle pass or something similar to it. Hmm. It also just like give brings money in, and you can spend yeah. that money on producing more content. Yeah, I'm very I'm yeah. very pro like, microtransactions and battle passes. Yeah. I know there's people out there that hate them. I'm like, no, you want people to be able to spend money into a game so that they continue to make stuff for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, because if you, I mean, especially if the game's free to play. If you just sign up for it, don't spend any money, and just play it for hours and hours every day, then the developer's not getting anything. It's a net loss because they're paying for the, the servers. Right, exactly. It's a net loss. So yeah, you need you need that stuff. I know that it's unpopular to say in the gaming climate, but yeah, we don't. I think Spine we more doesn't care, right? Spine yeah. talk. We say uh, call it how it is. Yeah, that's right. We don't care. No, yeah. I, I think people are more tolerant now of it than they ever have been, but it's still yeah. like a little taboo for whatever reason. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean just one. Oh, it annoys me. They're so entitled sometimes. Like these people, people make these games and they're trying to make money and they need to like pay their bills. Yeah, I, I mean, wanna... I do think that sometimes it's abused, but you know, none of the games that we play have. I oh, would yeah, say like, like an no, I'm not going to defend EA or something, but you know, these small, yeah. these smaller games need to be able to produce and pay their employees. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if I we mean, want console can... crossplay on VHS, we probably need some. They need some revenue coming in to afford to mm. be able to pay somebody to do that. Because they, they, yeah, because they have to get the dev right. kit. They have to like. Yeah, they have to do all that work. That's going to cost I, money. I will say too, um, for VHS, I got the supporter pack, even though I don't play the game because I wanted to support DVD's competition, and I was kind of amazed at how much stuff you got for it. It was like almost too much. Because I, I bought a bunch of cosmetics after I got the supporter pack because it came with um, in-game currency. And I bought like a bunch of stuff, like pretty much everything I wanted, and I still have tons left over. And yeah. I was just like, y'all need to be like a little more greedy with this. Because yep. now I've, I like bought everything I want, and now I've still got tons left <laughs> over for next time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, be a little more greedy. Hey, some horror devs, please. Yeah, agreed. We want your games to 
thrive. We want to support your game. I buy, I buy everything. I bought the I bought like you like same one you did, John. I got like the the legacy whatever most expensive supporter pack for VHS. I bought the supporter yeah. pack for Prop Night. I immediately bought the battle pass for Project Playtime. Like right. any of these games that come out, give me a way to spend money on your game and I will because I want your games to succeed and be healthy. True. And John, Gary and I talked about that during like launch week at Ghostbusters. We're like, how are you guys gonna? You guys need to start selling DLC like immediately. Yeah, because like because the game's quite expensive for a first time purchase, like thirty five dollars, maybe more. Yeah, uh, forty dollars or something. And like that one off purchase, I would rather the game was cheaper, but you sold me stuff. True. Mm -hmm. Like let yeah. me pay fifteen, twenty dollars, and just sell me cosmetics, and I will buy them. And that yeah, sounds like what like, Clowns wants to do, right? Like they want to, mm. they want to do that. They want to go customization. Their, they their character customization, they're going to make so much money out of me. I will personally fund that game. Yeah, True. definitely. <laughs> I'm your Kickstarter, Gary, named Gary. <laughs> yeah, Texas Chainsaw and Killer Clowns. I'm all down for the cosmetics because, frankly, you know, both Friday the Thirteenth Alums working on that, and Friday the Thirteenth had an outstanding cosmetic game. Very good. And, it's such um, a short amount of time, too. They actually innovated that. They did it before DVD did. Yeah. DVD only had prestige skins for, yeah. at, at the start. You just press yeah, E true. and get the bloody cosmetics. And then the, the cosmetic shop never opened up, right? Mm -hmm. Like, And so Friday the 13th was like, nah, man. You guys want to dress up as superheroes? You guys want to dress up as yeah. like random stuff? Like, let's go. You want to no. dress up in a string bikini? <laughs> You go ahead. Yes. I, I have oh. a feeling that Texas Chainsaw is going to be very on that. Especially by that tweet where they're like, here's our survivors, bums. I, I'm down for it. <laughs> I think it's great because yeah. people will buy that. People will yeah. buy that and they'll support the game. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I'll buy it all. I'll yeah, buy that, yeah. Right. But hey. yeah, I mean, like we said, Killer Clowns and Texas Chainsaw, they've been in this before. They know what works. So Yeah. We talked about all the games that are out. Now this is like this is the part of Spine Shovel where like uh Killer Clowns and Texas Chainsaw. And you know, oh, and hopefully towards the end of this year we'll just be talking about those two. <laughs> we'll still we'll we'll never not talk about DVD, I can't imagine. That's true, but, yeah. Yeah. No but, way. But it, I mean, you know. All respect I like, to those I games. Say, I would I, love I, to replace Evil Dead and Ghostbusters with Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> we have journalistic integrity, so we'll continue to to report the yeah. news, boys, right. when new stuff happens. But it would be nice if we could get as excited about a game as like the hour and a half we spent talking about DVD at the start here. It'd be nice to be able to go right, Texas Chainsaw. Exactly what I was going to say is like, it'd be nice if we could get carried away like we do with DVD on one of these games because, yes. like, I want to get a lot that of passion times, into another game because a lot of times, DVD. true. A lot of times, the time we spend on the other games is more just like complaining or things. Like, when was last at a game already? Oh, no, Doug, <laughs> Doug, Doug, well, I'm here. Doug, I'm here. Did you guys Sorry. hear my question? Uh, when was the last time? We we got excited about and raved about a game already released. Oh, um, like a change in a game. Like we kind of we've kind of been pumping up Prop Night a little. Yeah, that's that's mostly just because of the pop numbers and the fact that they've been putting out content. I mean, um, I got quite excited today when I was looking into Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. The 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 remanifestation thing really made me go, yeah, yeah. sweet. A reason I hope to stop playing I, Ghost I hope, again. I hope that means that they'll change load. You can change uh, uh, Buster loadouts between games too. Like I hope that they oh, like me too. I want well, them you, to well, you, you already can, can you do it the cart? Yeah, but you can change oh, your, what you've brought. Right. I don't play enough Buster. You're right. You can do it in game. It's true. 
on the Ghostbusters main here. He really is. He's got twice my hours. <laughs> I'm gonna ruin that. I'm gonna start playing tonight. I'm gonna. I don't think I don't know what twice your hours, but we'll play together, Doug. No, I'm good. I'll play solo. <laughs> <laughs> I keep holding well, all the points. I think that about covers everything we had prepared, right? We're yes, yeah, that's everything. Yeah, it's been another outstanding season, season seventeen. Can you believe seventeen seasons? I mean, it, we're just so good at this. We're so good at this. That's why the, we're the number one asymmetrical horror podcast. Yeah, I agree. And the number one yeah. Ghostbusters podcast, the number one DVD podcast, the number one Evil Dead podcast, the number one VHS podcast, <laughs> the number one VHS podcast. Are there any VHS podcasts? We we are the VHS. Podcast. Yeah, we, we have are the, the entire po- category. Yeah. yeah. Oh yep. boy. Yeah. Feels good. Well. Yeah, thank uh, thank you guys all for listening to yet another season. Uh, we eagerly anticipate season eighteen, and we hope that you are too. Um, thanks once again to my fellow co-host Gary the Hot Cross for joining us. Thank you, thank you. And our eighteen-time recurring guest Doug Running Man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Hetman, thank you. Thank Hetman thank going you, wild, you. volume two. I see you guys are mimicking each other. We'll see you guys in the next season. Thanks so much. Bye! Bye everybody! Bye 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 bye! Bye! <laughs> bye! <laughs>